let me tell you, there's nothing like getting a report from Dawn about something you don't care about that you know you're going to have to talk about on your show. Anybody. Anybody. One way to get Taylor slipped in your mouth. <laughs> and Dawn. Are we just talking about it? You just said people drink coffee for the tape. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. We'll start with this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from uh, Christy. Hi, Christy. Takes us back to yesterday. Yesterday was uh, National Irish Coffee Day. And so they did a survey for National Irish Coffee Day uh, where they asked uh, uh, if people like uh, whiskey, or not, not even whiskey, alcohol in their beverages or hot beverages or something like that. And it was one out of three people. That was the only question about Irish coffee for National <laughs> Irish Coffee Day. The rest of it, it was entirely just about coffee. So we talked a lot about coffee, but uh, Christy wanted to go back to Irish coffee. Now, Kyle, your version as a bartender, your preferred version, which, by the way, I prefer the way you make it as well, has Irish cream in it. Mm-hmm. But but a basic the, the basic Irish coffee is Irish whiskey. Coffee and a sugar cube is what I heard you say yesterday. All right. And then you can expand on it like Kyle. But you, and you like it with Irish cream as yes, well. But yeah. and, and whipped cream if you want to be a little fancy. Ooh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So Christy says, I had an Irish coffee at an Irish pub in Reno. Maybe Kyle can elaborate this on this a little more okay. as your resident bartender. But does an Irish coffee have anything to do with the way it's made versus whether it has booze in it or not? This is very, this is oh. very goofy to me. This was one of the best cups of coffee I've ever had, and it didn't even have any booze in it. Then it's not an Irish coffee. Yeah. The, there are, was a special way that they blended the cream and floated it on top of the coffee that made it so I didn't need any sugar or anything, and it was so good. After a Google search later that night, I learned that this is a method for quote-unquote Irish coffee. That, now, she got it in an Irish pub. Mm-hmm. Nothing about this is an Irish coffee. There's no sugar, and there's no liquor. You know, and I'm, I'm not sure because I've only worked in uh, sports bars for the most part. I mean, I've worked in a, a fancier restaurant, but they didn't do an Irish cream on their menu. I'm sure I could have made one, but it, it wasn't there very long. So at the you mean sports Irish, bar, Irish coffee. yeah, sorry, so, yeah. so Irish coffee. So in the sports bars, it's pretty basic. You go make your pot of coffee. You pour in. But how I like to do it is I pour in the Irish whiskey first, and then pour in the coffee because that way it blends a little better. Stir it up. Add in a little floater of the Irish cream, your Bailey's, and then stir it a little more, and then whipped cream on top. Yeah, and and she had like none of those ingredients. Yeah. So it's I mean, it sounds like she had a barista for a bartender. Well, I'm thinking who maybe just knew how to make a really good cup of well, coffee. Maybe she really enjoyed the the flavor of said coffee, and she was just yeah. wondering like what what was different about this coffee that made it so good. Yeah, and I, I so it's an Irish pub. They must have I get it. They put like like basically it sounds like this this is a virgin Irish coffee on the menu, but it's just a cup of coffee. (laughs) But maybe this is like, maybe we have Americanized the Irish coffee. No, no. And this is the traditional Irish coffee. I've done the research. This is not one of those things like, uh, what was it? Was it fettuccine Alfredo or something we talked about recently where the way, yes, we take something. Yes, fettuccine Alfredo Alfredo sauce. And we completely screw it up. Now, now, Kyle has Americanized Irish coffee, as, as have I. We like Irish cream in it. And I'm sure the Irish are fine with that, but that is not yeah, yeah, yeah. the traditional way to make. But 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 the original Irish coffee was not like coffee without uh, alcohol or sugar. Hello, it's 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 Irish. Everything has alcohol in it. They boil oh. their potatoes in in, yeah. in alcohol. Yeah. Well, maybe our letter writer had a specific blend. You know how they have yeah. like um, different blends from like Colombia or something. Maybe this one came from Ireland and it had Lucky Charms marshmallows inside of it. <laughs> Uh, sorry, we couldn't be more help. Let's get to another update. This one's from Christine. Hi, Christine. Says, Rob, did you ever find out what the hell was going on with your ankle? Is it any better? Is it any worse? Did your foot fall off? 
so uh, so yesterday uh, the uh, the Rad Radio Infirmary was open for business. Uh, ironically, I was like the, a late entry. Uh, Dawn and, and Brandon will get an update on their uh, status here in a moment. Uh, we're both feeling really down in the in the crapper, uh, and then I was dealing with a, a, a swollen, sore ankle that I could barely walk on. I looked like Frankenstein, and 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 then at the, towards the end of the show, um, I, I was I was saying, you know, it actually feels a lot better, and, and I mean, I don't really see the point of, of we pursuing. Still should see a doctor. And so uh, Jennifer, a, a mom, uh, wrote in uh, to that, and she said, my husband was bitten by a brown recluse. Oh, that's not good. And received treatment right away. That's a kind of spider, for those who don't know. Another friend was bitten by a brown recluse, didn't get treatment right away, and ended up in the hospital with sepsis. Go to the doctor. Oh, jeez. Good Lord. Uh, Okay, well, here's what we we do know. Uh, uh, First of all, it's all better. It's all gone. There's no pain. Oh, good. It it was gone, like I said, at 9 a.m., and then uh, uh, by, by 10, it was... Completely gone. I mean, okay. it was com- completely gone. Uh, so I've got these three little bite marks that that were were on the the uh, the ankle, and and Brandon's right. So so it's so you know this is why Doctor Google is not reliable. <laughs> if you if you Google it a certain way, I think I think because I, I recreated it after the show because you you mentioned on the air what you did. It was something like uh, a bite mark with three triangular holes or something. Yeah, I just described how you described the physical bite. And if you if you do that, it comes up. Oh, that's a bed bug. That's a bad, uh, well, my my, I, I sent I sent the picture to my doctor, and and he said that's not a bed bug bite. He said not even close. And I, I also sent it to for some reason I don't know why, but this person... I don't know on Doctor Google you can also see images. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm going to go with my real life doctor. Uh, I also sent it to a person who knows bites. I don't know why they don't want me to mention who they are, but they don't, and I'm going to honor that. And he also said that's not a bed a, a bed bug. You, you, no, not, not even close. Plus. None of my symptoms match up to bed bugs. Okay. You, you, you don't, nothing other than a swollen ankle and it feels bruised, that is not from a bed bug. Bed bugs, I, uh, my do- doctor sent it over to me. It's, uh, bed bug bites are insomnia, anxiety, skin problems, itching. I had none of that. I, I had Jesus, no, insomnia. I, I, if anxiety. You, if, if, enough of them, if enough of them bite you, I guess. Oh, the, God. To keep you awake. And that's the other thing, too. <laughs> Is is my bug expert was like you wouldn't have a bug a bed bug bite and your wife would be getting bitten too. He said it's not bad. get rid of that idea. It's not. Long story short, it was some kind of spider, is what everybody believes, hmm. that injected a little bit of non toxic venom into me, caused it to swell up. It goes away. Your body fights it off. You're fine. There's uh, it's nothing. It was. You didn't a, go get any lotions and potions for it. No. Why? Uh, it, it feels fine. It's not swollen. I'm walking fine. Uh, yes. Yes. That is the guy thing. What? what I, yeah. I mean, what? What am I gonna do? Uh, what? 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 I, I don't know. What? I don't know. What? You, you need to go get it checked to double check. Yeah. You need a cast. You need to get X-rays. <laughs> you need to get a biopsy. <laughs> you, you're messing up. Right. You got to do all those things just to exactly. make sure. Better safe than sorry. Skin graft. And ten grand in medical bills later. <laughs> right. Right. And and hours wasted because you know I got nothing but time on my hands. So, um, Don, uh, you you were you were you were willing. Your issues away yesterday. I know you've been having once a week issues, but then it came along and it was like a day and a half, and that was it. You were going to positivity out of the universe, and you were going to be all better this morning. How's that working? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I just I don't know. Well, you're not 100. percent I'm not 100. Are you worse than yesterday? No, I feel the same. Okay, so no better, no worse. No better, no worse. All but right. it's just, is this even possible? I have energy, but I'm very lethargic, and I could go to bed at any moment. Yep. How does that even make sense? 
It doesn't. How, it doesn't. Yeah, I can't make sense of it. I can just tell you that was part of the challenge for both my wife and I over the month where we were battling whatever this is that's going back and forth around the entire country. So yesterday during the show, I constantly felt like things were going to be shooting up my butt and nothing ever happened. All day yesterday, nothing but felt that way and just felt bleh. Of course, when does it hit? When I want to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. When it's night time to go to bed. I was up all night. My butt kept waking me up, and I'm like, God, are you serious? <laughs> I contemplated for a moment. Do I just lay here and let it go? Oh, oh no. no. Yeah. No, Poor no. Gary. Your husband <laughs> um, would be terrified. You could have I your dog Hank clean it up. so uncomfortable. Oh, no, oh, no, no, no. no. Right? Like, you, you finally get in that comfortable spot when your body's achy from feeling whatever this is, and it's like, I finally reached that that primo spot, yep. and there's the butt calling. I'm like, God! Don, how far are you from adult diapers? Oh, I, I would have used them last night, uh, man. Man, okay. I, I'm not, <laughs> not going to forget the phrase, my butt woke me up for a while. Uh, let's get over to Brandon with kind of a double update. We got this email from Matt. Hi, Matt. Uh, first of all, he's yelling, all caps, exclamation points, Brando! Yes, Matt. I saw your Instagram post with Sadie in her mm. pen. Yes. And then the cat halfway in the hallway, and old man Walter further down the hallway. <laughs> Sadie so is so cute. Yes, so she is. Cute. I will wait for more Sadie and Walter content. Rob, actually, just kidding. I can't wait for more Sadie content. <laughs> Society needs a daily dose of dog uh, videos. Now, Brando, before you uh, before you answer, I have to clarify something with you. I know you hate it when I do these on-air check-ins with you, but I think I, you sent me a typo uh, it, it email here because it looks like we have three Dogwoods Resort canine camps scheduled. We, we do. Whoa! Uh-oh. Will Uh-oh. one of them be the new puppy Sadie, at least? They absolutely will. Uh, just, just one? Just, just one. one. Okay. Yeah. okay, okay, okay. So that's later in the show. So mm-hmm. let's start first with... Uh, Sadie the puppy. First of all, what is she? She's a Bernadoodle. Okay, so she's eight a, weeks old. I, I think I think I harassed you for uh, for for pictures last night because my my wife said asked if I had gotten any, and and so I I don't cute. go on social media for a variety of reasons, and so I just texted you directly, and and um that that ended our evening for about twenty minutes because she got roped into not only the pictures but you sent over a video and everything. So uh, how how did how did the pickup, the introduction, how did it go with your new puppy? Well. The pickup didn't go as planned. Um, oh, no. So we had to go pick Sadie up in the foothills, not really as far as like Dogwoods Resort from Sacramento, up in Garden Valley, kind of just a little bit below that. Uh, but it was set way back in the in the sticks. Um, the, 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 the breeder is a total hippie. She, she owns like this hippie uh, chain of hippie stores that, that have these uh, these like special mats that you can use and wristbands that are supposed to be have healing properties. I, I have one here actually. It's for my uh, it's for my my coffee cup. It's like it's called a Vibes Up mat. This is not a she's not a paid advertiser. I'm just giving a free it's plug. It's gonna here. heal the coffee cup. Well, it's it's supposed to ground whatever it is, like whatever rests on it. But so, the coffee's already ground. Ha 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 ha. What's happening? So I, I'll I'll I have to understand. send you. I'll have to send you a link about it. Anyway, no, no, this is not okay. important to the story at all. But she lives out in the sticks because she's a hippie. It was to reinforce that she's a hippie. Absolutely. By, by the way, when you say, are we in the divide? What we call the divide? No, this okay. is like in the uh, Placerville region. Okay. Okay. Um, I, only, I only asked just quick side because I noticed in the divide, which is this area of like Georgetown esque, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, they dog breeders are prevalent there. And I mean good dog breeders, not like that. That's where I got Maestro. That's where I got Shep. Uh, and I know there were a few others there. And, and I'm talking about good breeders, not like, you know, puppy mill loser oh. people. Yeah, but and, and you see good breeders out there in that area because there's so much space. Yeah. A lot of those people yeah. have a lot of land. Um, so 
it didn't go as planned because I had to first stop to get oil for the car. Our oil light came on. Oil? It's, yeah. Um, oh. it, the, the, my fiance's car is well overdue for an oil change. Obviously. And it's not like one of those easy vehicles that, you know, I could just do. Um, it, it's it's a, you know, it's got all the computers and stuff. Oh, and it's just, yeah. anyway. So right. Does I, the, Is the computer part where it tells you that you need oil not yeah, work? Yeah. Yeah. So... I just filled it up, and so we had to take that detour, and then I took a wrong exit to a different freeway, oh, so God. I had to turn around, oh. and I, I was just feeling rushed, oh, because like oh. there was no- and you hate that. Yeah. There was just no time to just relax before I even got to the house mm. to, to leave, so we ended up uh, getting up there about two hours late, because we also had to stop for food. We were all super hungry. Two hours? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, because there was traffic, too. It was like right there in that, that prime spot. That's okay. It's like hippie time. <laughs> Probably fine. No, but I, I wasn't I, on hippie time. Right. I, I'm, no, I'm, not you, Hersh. Right. Yeah. The, the hippie I, ladies. Yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah, yeah, I, don't, I don't care about yeah. the hippie. I'm, yeah. I'm empathizing with Brandon no, knowing how he is with time and feeling rushed and things like that. And I, you just had to be beyond tingling inside. Just because I, I wanted to be there on time. We were already running late. Fortunately, she was in her hippie state and was totally relaxed <laughs> about that's it. What, that's yeah. what I'm making. Yeah. They're like, oh, two hours? Didn't even notice. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> so we finally got up there and uh, we, we exchanged, you know, we got the puppy. We got a nice goodie bag from the breeder and the breeder was telling us, uh, the, you know, the last tidbits of info that we needed to know. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> past a doobie. Enjoy the dog, um, man. And so we went on our way and then it took us way longer to get home, like an hour and 45 minutes because of uh, traffic again. Um, so once we finally got home, I was exhausted. I was pissed just because I just wanted to go to bed. Mm. Uh, but we managed to get Sadie settled in her little pin in our room. And um, while... Sadie was getting put upstairs by my fiance. I was walking Walter so that there was no crossover because I knew that he was going to react in a way, but I wasn't expecting the way he reacted after I brought him upstairs. And so he, he, he has not seen Sadie yet? He, he has not seen. Okay. But, at, at this point in the story. Right. So okay. uh, to go back a little bit, once we got there, I went in the house first. I brought Walter up into the bedroom, which is on the second floor. How old's Walter? Walter's a 13. 13 year old hound. 12, okay. 12. 12, 12 year old yeah. hound. Okay. Um, so I brought him up there with me, and uh, uh, Nicole, my fiance, took Sadie out back to, to potty. And mm. once we came back downstairs, they were still out back, and Walter immediately knows, found something <laughs> that was not supposed to be there. He's like, a hound. What is that? Um, so we went on a walk. And we came back, and he bolted upstairs to the bedroom. The door was closed, and he was just staring at the crack like, what is going on in there? I don't like it. So I opened the door, and he just, like, his life leaves him. He's just, like, stoic. And he's like, but but what about me? So I, I'm the only dog. He just froze? Yeah, and, and, and I tried to, like, coax him in, but the more I tried, the further he went, which oh. if you see the video in yeah. on my Instagram page, so you, you will see that he's like all the way across the hall wow, it's nothing to do with it mm -hmm. so I ultimately ended up and you're, I, I, the video it's so funny because I narrated it for Christina while we were watching it you're sitting on the ground and you're doing one of your your nervous habits where I'm, I, I'm telling Christina I'm like he is so over this he like the day and I couldn't tell the stress level, but you're rubbing your you you rub your hands through your hair in a very certain way. So while yeah. you're sitting there, and you're like you're petting one of your cats, and and Walter, you're so right. He is backed up as far as he can be in that hallway, like his butt's on the wall. Yeah, and he's standing there, and I can just see the attitude in yeah. him. He's he's pissed, and so 
and the hair thing, that's actually what I do when I'm tired because <laughs> okay, my, yeah. my mom would lull me to sleep that way. Anyway, like I said, I, you were you were done with it. I like was so done. Done with everything. But I, I did muster up the energy to <laughs> make a trail of treats from oh. the end of the hallway into the bedroom. And he actually got in, but oh, he, he walked through the doorway eventually and he did not make any move to look at what was in the playpen in the bedroom. No he eye contact. No eye contact. Oh, he did not want to yeah. acknowledge it at all. <laughs> it won't exist if I don't look. Right. So, uh, so the end of the story with Walter is he didn't sleep in our bedroom where she normally does. We have a bed right next to oh. my bed. And uh, he slept on the couch. And then I woke up this morning to find him in the hallway just completely like like he looks so sad. He looked like a homeless dog without no! without an owner. He's curled up in a ball, and he like slowly turns around and goes, "What? Why Where did you leave me out here?" And so he was happy to come to work with me this morning. But then when we opened the studio door, Marla, Kyle's dog, is here, okay. and Walter was like, "Oh God damn it! I'm the only dog." So oh, Walter's Walter's happier in his little happy space down here at my Mark feet Walter. today. But uh, Sadie is the cutest dog. I'm excited to see her personality come about because, you know, I just had the ride back, which she did throw up in my fiance's lap a couple times. Oh, Car sickness normal. and nervous. Oh, yeah, totally, totally normal. normal. Yeah. Um, but she she's just so adorable. She loves she loves to hug the way that she was raised with the breeder that she's very much into like the touch the snuggling Joe. and uh so she's basically been brought up as like a, a service dog or a uh what, what's that kind of called the not just an emotional support yeah animal. emotional yeah. support animal yeah and so she's definitely gonna fit that bill um but she slept all night didn't make a peep whoa i slept like a baby whoa she slept all night yeah wow. she did she didn't make one peep that is nuts yeah, and so, then i assume when you got up you took her out no uh no, no nicole did oh, okay um, and she finally went went potty because um, she was. We were worried that she would, but she was yeah. just nerves. She wasn't gonna go to the bathroom right away. Anyway, that's, oh but that's that's not that's that's a great that's first night. Beautiful. Other, yeah. other, other than Walter, who is at your feet, probably yeah. getting ready to bite you for the first time. <laughs> Stop talking about that thing. Yeah, she's so cute. I mean, we took a million videos and pictures, and uh, <laughs> we we're gonna have the whole weekend to, to spend some time with her. Within three days of us bringing Hank our lab home, and he was a puppy, my husband and I look at each other and go, "What have we done?" Because our whole life had been turned upside down. We're yeah. up every two, three hours having him go to the bathroom we're just like oh my lord that's the you know, every have... every puppy yeah. both labs and and shepherds that, that's been my experience that, uh, i mean that's just that's a great start and the yeah that's a beautiful night the uh, the 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 hugging and the snuggling that that it, i mean if if it goes to my experience you're going to have the ultimate uh emotional support dog on your hands absolutely we uh, my wife raised uh, sarge uh, our newest lab who's almost two now i think in that I'm just gonna hug on you and love you all oh, the time, way. And, and he is the most uh, um, um, obnoxiously rude. <laughs> I mean, I, I call him like he's like a, a physical affection rapist. Oh no! This is this is, yeah. and sometimes some of some some uh, uh, some of the videos that we post, and one of the videos I sent Brandon that we haven't played yet, it, it's a very typical thing at Williams Manor. When Sarge wants love, he gets love. You don't even bother. Oh, he, yes. He, he, 80 pounds of lab, and he's dense. He's built like a tank. Yeah. And he just steamrolls you, and you just let yeah. him. And because and he wants to he wants to be loved. And, and, and there are also times, obviously, where that's a wonderful thing because you need it. Yeah, th this, was, this is what makes me feel good that you have that in Sarge because anytime you've come to hang with us or whatever, Hank's that way. Yes, <laughs> just, like, just give in. And I'm like, oh, 
Rob's used to this. It's <laughs> totally fine. So uh, you will see, uh, if you're watching this on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, uh, later on this morning at 9.30, in fact, we'll just go ahead and tell you, uh, you'll get your first, uh, we will have Sadie's World Premiere video. Oh, which if you're not around to watch it live, uh, you can always check oh. in afterwards or anytime. Uh, they all live forever uh, on the membership site. But we do have a Dogwoods Resort canine cam coming up here in mere moments, Brando, during our very first commercial break. Uh, what are we going to see this time? It is actually the video you alluded to. Uh-huh. Rob's Black Lab Sarge interrupts couch time and trashy <laughs> TV viewing, demands play time, while Rob's wife, Christina, provides the voice talent for Sarge. Let's get to uh, when Rob's change. Uh, we do it every morning, 6.30 and 9.30. We're going to start with this uh, email from Jameson. Hey, Jameson. says, I had a rad dream last night that I won Rob's change. Nice. Oh. I got through, and I guessed correctly, and the amount was $24.83. That, that, that's a mega bucket. First of all, it's not called a mega bucket. Uh, it's a mega bucket, and that alludes to the amount of change that we're doing in this round. You guys it's not went my to. Fault. I'm sick. You guys went to a commercial break, and while I was waiting to give you my contact information, Dawn just kept talking until my phone battery died. I tried calling back, and I couldn't get through. Maybe someday, even if it's only in my dreams, I'll finally win Rob's change. Uh, see, I thought he was going to demand that I send him 2483 because yeah. Dawn talked too long. Uh, we are doing a mega bucket, uh, and Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, is writing the clues. We have had 13 guesses and 13 clues. Not sure if anybody's even close to where she's leading you uh, because I don't know why you're, why you're guessing uh, the numbers that you are. But if you have figured it out and you give us that amount, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18. Guess to win Rob's change. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. Welcome back to Rad Radio. As Rob likes to say, it is what it is. Huh? What are we doing here? What has happened to this show? We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Melissa. Hi, Melissa. Says, as I was scrolling through Facebook this morning and joining my coffee. What a terrible way to start the day. I, I know that's how most of you do it. I cannot imagine uh, starting my day with social media. Same. Good God. God, no thank you. And dreading having to wake my children up, I was overcome with joy as an ad for Circles with an S appeared on my timeline. All the hard work that had been put into this app has finally come to fruition. I couldn't be happier for the boys at tech to you Congratulations. Yeah, we had John and Danny on yesterday. Circles with an S, the positivity social media app designed to kill the Yelp, is uh, in full effect. It is available to everyone through the App Store. Uh, if you already had the previous versions, the beta versions, you need to delete those and start all over. When you put your phone number in, if you had a profile, everything will come up. Uh, and it, it might take a minute. When I was doing it, I was I was re re applaud uh, engaging yesterday, and I put my name in and I put my phone number in, and I'm like, oh crap! Oh my, no! My, my stuff's gone. I gotta do everything over. Uh, and it, it loaded like then it like loaded all of a sudden. So it, it just don't 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 panic. But um, uh, yes, it, it's a it's a thrilling time for all of us. I'm part of the uh, board of directors of Circles, uh, and uh, a couple things if you're when you're using the app. Uh, spend some time. I have not done this. I'm way behind. I'm a bad board member. I'm gonna I'm gonna do this <laughs> for all of you today. I promise. I'll get to it. Uh, but if you like, if the like, the idea is you follow people you know or trust, like 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 me. Okay. And, and you and you're thinking, oh, I want to go to downtown Sacramento for a nice dinner. I don't know where to go. I'll go to Rob's uh, Circles page. And what should happen is you'll see all the places that I've been that I like. They wouldn't be there if I didn't like it. If it's not there, I either haven't been. Or I don't like it. And, and that's the whole point of positivity. I'm not going to, oh, this place sucks. Uh, uh, yeah. 
yeah. I got to update all that. But that's what you need to do with your profile. And then invite friends. That's the big thing we're asking people to do. And that also builds up your rewards, and there's all sorts of great stuff. You can get through that. The other thing that they were here for, uh, obviously, yesterday was we got, we're doing one more crowdfunding uh, through WeFunder, which you can go to radradio.com. Just hit the homepage, and you go right to the WeFunder page, $250 minimum uh, buy-in. And uh, we, we discussed yesterday what the money goes to and, and, and why. But the big thing here is it, it, it's so exciting, the idea that if everything goes as planned, we could have a whole bunch of maggots walking around rich, like rich oh. by whatever measure. I think a lot of us would even qualify as rich. Yeah. I don't even want to put numbers on it, but yeah. a, a, just a big, fat, amazing, overwhelming thank you and congratulations to so many of you who, who are in now on, on the second ground floor of this thing that we hope and expect will explode. Uh, we were at uh, $122,000 when we started yesterday. Some, some, uh, some other, some older investors, some original investors had reinvested with things like, so that's where we started when John and Danny came on yesterday. And then I kept getting the texts from them. They are, they were blown away as was I this morning when I checked in. 122 to start yesterday. We are now at $705,000 raised. And that's all you. That's got the chills. That's all you guys. And it's it's great for circles and it's great for all of us. If this works out the way that we all believe it will, you go to radradio.com, hit the homepage and it'll get you right to WeFunder and off we go. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough star of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Windrush change. Caller 18 is Brittany. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Brittany. We have had 13 guesses and 13 clues. It is a mega bucket, meaning it's a lot of money, relatively speaking. And uh, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator is right in these weird word sentence clues leading you somewhere. If you figure it out where and you have a number for us, you'll win that amount of money. What is your guess? Okay, so my guess is $7,692.57. $7,692.57. And 57 cents. That is certainly a mega bucket guess. That's, I think, the largest guess we've ever had Yeah. Uh, for an amount in the bucket. $7,692.57. And again, there's no way to know how she came up with that number because I can't ask her. She might give away a clue of some kind that somebody hasn't figured out. So we will now give you clue number 14, which is I'll send an SOS to the world. I'll send an SOS to the world, which kind of sort of relates to the last clue we gave in a, in a weird way. Uh, we will give you another chance uh, to win Rob's change at 9.30 this morning. All right, we got this email here from uh, Bradley. says, uh, I ordered some of the Wake Happiest Hour shots, and they came in yesterday. These are the uh, two-ounce liquid shots uh, that are made with all-natural terpenes. Uh, they have a variety of blends that, that we have available. We've been working with them for years at Damon Industries. They've got a calm shot for anxiety, the men's shot to help you recover and manage pain, the intensify shot intensifies whatever you're doing, including partaking. He's talking about my favorite. I think Dawn's favorite, too, the wake shot. Oh, yeah. Not only is it delicious, uh, but it's it's, a, good. it's designed to give you an all-natural energy boost, clear your mind. So Bradley says, I ordered some of the uh, happiest hour shots that came in yesterday. I was skeptical. Thought I'd give him a shot since you guys recommend them. <laughs> a shot. Ah. <laughs> I took my first one this morning, and damn, they work. I took it when I woke up this morning. I feel great. I have no brain fog. I'm ready to tackle the day. 
thank you for another great recommendation. And the other thing, too, Bradley, is there's none of that weird caffeine come down. Yeah. There, there is a little bit of caffeine in them, but that you don't get the jittery, the come, oh, my God, I need another one or a headache or anything like and that. And it doesn't feel too sugary. Yeah, no, it's... Because it, they're sweet. I love the way they taste, but you don't get a sugar crash. I, I absolutely appreciate that, that you... you you say that you only tried them because we recommended them, and we take that so seriously. We, we wouldn't be telling you if we weren't using them and if we didn't believe in them. Uh, and, and so thank you for once again uh, reaffirming that. They are just a liquid shot. You know, that's the joke. I pop it open. Um, they're, they're great refrigerated. They're great room temperature. I, I, gotta, I keep them here just in, this, in the building at room temperature. At home, they're in the fridge. Either way, they're delicious. Uh, and you, you can get them at radradio.com. You go to the stupid store. Super store. You go to the middle square. You'll see yeah. the happiest hour boxes there. You just click on them. Uh, and my, the reports I'm getting is people are getting them like next day or two days nice. at, at the most. So uh, uh, the uh, the stupid store maggots, <sighs> superstore, are doing a great job. All right, uh, still updating you for, uh, for uh, things from yesterday during the uh, pressure cooker yesterday, which we were playing for Jerry Seinfeld tickets, which we'll do again this morning at seven, eight, nine a.m. We had a question about uh, how many total patties are in the uh, McDonald's double Big Mac. Uh, the moron that was playing the game Aww. said two. That's a Big Mac. Correct answer is four, and that led Kyle to write in, one of our many in the Kyle Army. Uh, oh. says, uh, regarding the four-patty Big Mac at McDonald's, when I was living in Japan, they had that. They called it the Mega Mac there. <laughs> it just wasn't as good, though, because the extra meat patties added to the salt factor and threw the balance off. Oh, what? oh, yeah, you need to ask for extra sauce when you do stuff like that and extra oh, cheese. Oh, so you don't just get all the salt from the eh. patty? Eh. My wife and I are salt-forward people. This sounds like something that I need in my life. <laughs> He says, uh, this sounds disgusting, too. They also had the fish burger with two fish patties and two f- slices of cheese. No. Oh, hell yeah. No. It's not like no. the filet of fish. It's no. different. It's the same. It, they just but call you it, get yeah. double. Yeah, you get double. Oh, oh yeah. Right. Extra sauce, extra Ugh. cheese. No, mm-hmm. no. How about just the, the no. buns and cheese? I, I have, oh. Take the fish off. You know, we, we, we talk about, like, there's that list of people that you, you, don't, you don't trust. Like like people who who dogs don't like like right away if a dog doesn't like you I right away I don't I don't trust you yeah. if, if you have no upper lip I don't trust you <laughs> if you have uh, if you have uh, two first names like hi I'm John Dennis whoa okay serial killer kind of thing if you like the filet of fish right away I'm like Ugh. I'm watching you man mm-hmm. right. mm-hmm. I, 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 I'm so a, gross I'm a I'm a fan and patron of McDonald's but not yeah. that product. If, if 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 they were sold out of everything, imagine pulling up to the drive-thru at McDonald's and there's a sign that says, sorry, uh, delivery didn't show up. We have nothing. We have nothing except filet of fish I'm pulling away. Mm-hmm. I'll keep driving until I, I find somewhere else. Oh, man. See, I love it when they do this. Sometimes McDonald's will do a two-for-five deal where you can get, like, uh, mix-and-match o- options. And sometimes it's a filet of fish. And I am so stoked. Usually a filet of fish. <laughs> Is something I, I don't normally get at McDonald's, and when yeah. I see it and it's discount, I'm like, oh, I haven't had one of those in a while. Oh, I forgot how good they are. I'm getting one. See, I don't know if you take if it's just specific to the fillet of fish for you, Rob. I, I, I'm just not a fan of fish at any fast food. Any fast food. There, there's one that's kind of like a Mexican fast food, and they and they have what you would you know think Mexican fast food would have, but they're also very seafood forward, and I won't do it. I don't know what it is about seafood fast. Mm, and even at Long John Silver's as a kid, I just wanted the hush puppies. Oh, yeah. Mm, oh, yeah. those damn hush puppies. <laughs> ketchup. I, I, j- I, don't, I don't I have no idea what it is. But, uh-uh. So uh, I, I don't get the filet of fish uh, at all either, but is it 
does it have you said it has cheese on it. Is it like American cheese like they have yeah. in their burgers? Yeah, it's tartar sauce and then American cheese and then and, the and, crispy and golden filet of fish patty. No, and cheese and fish don't go together unless you're putting Parmesan on your uh, shrimp pasta. Is that the only application with cheese and seafood? Because I can't think of any other one. Uh, a shrimp, so, shrimp Alfredo? Uh, it's depending on how you're asking. I mean, like palate, you can do whatever you want, right? Yeah. Uh, if, you, if you're going traditional Italian cooking, the only time you put cheese... On any type of seafood is what Dawn described. In a pasta. Shellfish. What about, yeah, that, oysters Rockefeller? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you, you can do oysters Rockefeller, but you're getting into a whole other area. I'm, you know, it's regional, too. Okay. And, you know, like and, I, and I wasn't even, so, maybe it comes from me being Italian, but just cheese and fish. It's no, disgusting. I agree. If yes. made right, it's delicious. I, I'm good for you. Like, I would not <laughs> find it delicious. Which I'm I believe you have oh, found man. happiness And that's, that's part of, I think, I don't think it's the totality. That's part of why you're uh, anti-tuna casserole. Which I, I don't get that either. Yeah, and yeah. the second part to it is that it's warm. Yeah. I do not want warm tuna. Oh, I like yeah. I I love yeah. tuna fish sandwiches, but they're cold. Hot tuna is no good because and of course and I love ahi, oh, but man. but ahi is served like borderline <laughs> raw. You know, just sear it. Won't, won't people get tuna melts? Yes. Again, no. Oh, yeah. I yes. don't want my tuna hot. Right. Oh, you don't get the tuna hot. You just do the grilled cheese, and then you put cold tuna in, and it's good. No. Oh. But if you get sushi, no. No, no. you can do cream cheese with salmon, and it's delicious. They call it the Philadelphia roll. A little bit of well, avocado, no, that, cream that, cheese, that salmon. It's Brandon, cheese. Brandon, as a sushi fan, to me, yeah. that's totally different. I, I, those, the, I, don't, I don't have a problem with those. I don't, no. I don't like salmon to begin with. But but uh, you know a roll that has some cream cheese in it is is usually fine. Yeah, I think cream cheese is different than it like a, different. A, a American cheese yeah. because it's creamy. It doesn't taste like cheese. And it's different than if somebody tries to say, "Well, isn't it creamy in a tuna melt or mm. or a tuna casserole?" But that's not cream cheese so, in there, right? Uh, no, I no, don't no. even care if it was. The, it's hot. And and okay. And but what, now is that that's specific to tuna or like do like I'm not a big fish guy but like i mean obviously i love fish right and yeah. you love it cooked tuna you, you want tuna cooked you want i'm, I'm sorry sorry salmon sorry like oh, grilled salmon that's yeah. hot i, oh, I don't I'm want a, people yeah. confused like you're saying you're anti-hot seafood no this God, is all no, specific no, no. to tuna to tuna yeah and then yes oh i and i'm a pain in the booty with salmon i want it cooked do not put uh, well done Oh no! Yeah, no. Oh, yes. Chalky. Oh, I do not oh, want any. You ruined pinkness. it. Oh, I know, and <gasps> you've ruined it plenty of times for me. I've oh. asked you to. If you're gonna make me salmon, you oh. need to kill it. God. I never. That's why I just. I just never order it when I'm out because. A, I used to, but I don't now. Because A, it's a pain in the booty, and B, mm, it's 50-50, they get it right. Oh, it should and be translucent. I just no. made salmon last night for my wife. It was perfect. Yeah, mm. It falls apart. It's pink. I do like it's the fall wet. apart, but no pink. Oh, it was oh. so perfect. I was so proud of it. No oh, pink. So good. See, I blocked that memory out uh, that, that you used to make me kill it because I think it was so traumatizing for me because I... <laughs> Uh, we, a decade, oh God, a lifetime ago a lifetime for this show, uh, I had a I had a party at my house for the team, uh, and I forget what the event was. And uh, I mean, like like everybody that was there, none of them exist any longer except for Brandon and Dawn. Uh, but one of them that was there was part of the support team, and her husband uh, ordered his fillet well done. And and oh. I, I, first of all, I was appalled, but I had to, you know, you, you got to be a good host, a good boss, things like that. I was I was I was so thrown off by it because I mean again this is I'm probably like um, late 30s I think so it's probably 15 years ago I've been cooking and grilling for for two decades I called Dawn's husband out to the backyard and I said and I'm cooking and I'm like dude this idiot wants his fillet well I don't even know how to do that 
I mean, I mean, how long do I cook this? I'm gonna well, kill. And, and he's like, I. This is awful. Um, he's 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 like, just, he, he. And we we finally decided you keep cooking until when you bang on it with a spatula. <laughs> yeah. It, like it bounces back. Like it like it, or it's just like you're hitting a brick. Like mm-hmm. yep. And he, he, dude, loved it. Thought it was the best steak he'd ever had. I'm like, well, and whatever. let's just start with he wanted a fillet. Yeah, the choices were filet mignon, ribeye, and and then a variety a of things. Man yeah. says oh. ribeye. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Uh, yes. All the I girls mean, will say true. salmon, chicken, or a filet. Maybe he was watching his figure. Uh, maybe he was yeah. training for something. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and then eat, you know what? I if you know what? Mm. Here's what's respectable to me. You're training for something. Get it, have Rob do you a chicken breast. That is more respectable than the fillet. Yeah, fillet he, screams it, girl it, more than a chicken breast does. Just to, it just, just does. Just to ruin it. He wasn't yeah. training for anything. This guy was a dad bod before dad bods. Where he just he wanted a, a fillet. fillet. It, it, it knowing who they were, it may have been that he had never tasted a, 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 a like a high society type of of meat. Uh, and and maybe he wanted to. Maybe it's always been out of his price range. Oh, oh there you go. Yeah, well, maybe. That's, I mean, okay. Yeah. That's a sweet way to think about I, it. You know, again, and I didn't. I, I was. I was. I was not appalled that he ordered a fillet. I was. I was appalled that he wanted it well, well done, done. But I still wanted to give him what he wanted. I mean, I did at one point consider going to my closet and giving him a shoe. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Here's what a well done fillet uh, tastes like. You didn't even get a lobster tail with it. I don't recall, Kyle, if I was doing lobster as well. You probably right. were. You always did it up. Um, let's see. Uh, <laughs> this one says, "Dawn, your salmon must be the consistency of sand and wool underwear." No, it's so good. <laughs> well, sand and wool and underwear is good. Uh, There's my salmon. Ugh, yuck. Oh, uh, it's awful. Um, <laughs> This one says, I'm with Dawn on this, even though she's mentally demented in a lot of ways. I don't know what it is. I just feel like fast food fish, they're hiding something in them or something. It might not even be real fish or something like ground up cafiddle fish, like a made of. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I look again. I'm not a big fish fan to begin with. I do like fish and chips yeah. made with halibut, not cod. Cod is the white trash of fish and chips. I love me some cod. And most places, unfortunately, use cod, which is why I don't usually get it because it's disgusting. Um, so it's not, but yeah, I cannot imagine what I would, why I would ever order fish at a fast food restaurant, but I'm not that kind of guy to begin with. See, and the good thing about the fast food fish, the filet fish in particular, is the golden crust around the actual fish. The fish inside doesn't really have much flavor, but the golden crunch with the cheese and the tartar sauce is fantastic. See, now I don't want to say it isn't fish, but what I will say is my father-in-law, Pops, hates fish. Unless it's fish sticks in a box from the grocery store, the frozen well, hunt, or fillet of fish. Now you see, <laughs> you, I, I I don't know why, but off and on for the last few months, and you just rekindled it. I've had like it's this fleeting hankering for fish and chips from the freezer section. And you know how we were talking earlier this week about how all these foods they've changed. The, the, something's changed about the yeah. taste. You know the 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 the, the Stouffer's uh, pizza. The, French bread pizzas. It's not the same. Not at all. Uh, and and pizza rolls are not the same. And and butterfingers are not the same. How could they screw up fish and chips? Because I'm tempted now to get a box of fish and well, chips. Well, now here's the thing. With my father-in-law, mm-hmm. he wants the old school. Because right, they have good ones now where it shows a lot of the meat, a lot of the meat mm-hmm. of of and and it's more of that. Crispy breading. Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm. no, he wants that bread no, that yeah. we grew up with. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's thin, 
And there, there's fish in there, but right, it's right. like it's it's the the traditional fish stick. I have not tried them, but I mean, he loves them. And, and and he still loves them to this day. Before you call it right, yes, I know that makes no sense. <laughs> that I I will only eat halibut fish and chips when I go out, but I want this the this old school fish and chips in the freezer section, which is God only knows what Ooh, that is. Exactly. I, I know it makes no sense. That, that's that's what being a human is all about. <laughs> so you guys talking about the fish and chips and the fish sticks now is reminding me of childhood getting the fish sticks in the freezer. I used to dip them in ketchup a lot. But since we're talking about fish and cheese, I'm now thinking get some ghetto canned nacho cheese oh. and dip in fish sticks in that and seeing how it turns oh. out. It could be we call it ghetto poke nachos. Oh. Okay. Oh god. I mean, I would try that. You would try that? Wait, yeah, because you're using like the old like the just the the Freezer fish sticks, oh, okay. which I did the same thing when I was a kid. I loved those freezer fish sticks. <laughs> so dipping it in, in nacho cheese because there's like spice in it, I can see that be okay. pretty good. Okay. And and, and I, I don't eat those fish sticks just because, I don't know. I mean, I guess I should try it and see if it is like childhood. But now... I finally got my air fryer, and I and I use this thing all the time because it's also an oven, and it is a game changer doing the fish sticks and mm. fries for pops. It's like it's like he's oh. at the fast food place because it's so oh, quick my. or it's so perfect. It's quick, and then it does all that crispy. Mm. I don't know, and and I guess you could say the oven does the same, but you know what? It doesn't. There is something about the air fryer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it, it's it's as like you're at the restaurant, and here you go. This email just came in. One of the meals in our rotation is the crunchy fish sticks. We put them in fried corn tortilla shells with the coleslaw and homemade coleslaw dressing. Oh. Sounds silly, but it's so refreshing and so yummy. Fish tacos. Nice. Little wrap. Crunchy yeah. fish sticks in fried corn tortilla shells with coleslaw. That sounds cool. Okay. Yeah. I do love coleslaw on like a fish taco. Coleslaw mm. has to be used in very specific places. That's where it belongs. That yeah. sounds like one of them. Yeah. Penny wrote in and said, 100% with you, Kyle, on the filet fish deals. I love a filet fish but I refuse to spend thousands of dollars, which is the regular price. Well, that seems a little out there. Yeah. When they come through with that two for five dollar deal, I get so excited. Also, I don't know why the American cheese works on it. It shouldn't, but it really does. It does. It makes it. You get two pieces of cheese on there. It's even better. Uh, Melissa says, "I'm with pops on this one. I'm the pickiest fat girl ever. Finally, someone who has the same weird quirks about food as me." Uh, one other quick update from yesterday. We were talking about the the hygienists uh, that came out with a. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the the disease doctors came out with their, oh, this is what you're all doing wrong when it comes to hygiene at home. Oh, you got to wash your hands more, all that crap. And one of them was flushing the toilet with the uh, with the lid up. Uh, and he gets into the, all these people with their mind games of, oh, my God, the fecal matter is going to go yeah. into the air. Uh, a team of microbiologists from the University of Arizona. I don't know if this was shade to the, 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 uh, the disease specialist uh, article or if it's just a coincidence. They put out a study yesterday in which they showed there is actually no difference whether you lead, leave the lid up or down. The powerful whoosh sends viral particles and germs shooting into the air and onto the floor and other nearby services, whether the lid is up or down, of course, because the lid is not vacuum sealed and viral particles are microbiotic. They just get out through the various openings between the lid and the toilet bowl. There's absolutely I don't no know. way. To, now you got to put those those baby clamps on them. There you go. So the baby <laughs> yep. And then and then you leave your bathroom and you go out to the rest of the house or the rest of the mall or whatever where it's much more dirty and there are more germs everywhere. Let's play Master Movies right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We'll give you a hint and play a famous movie clip. You give us the title of the movie it's from and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the movie, <laughs> the droplets everywhere and no winner. Need a winner. 888-989-9811. Callers 18, 19, and 20. Play Master of Movies. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show.
First, it was rad radio. Then it was bad radio. Now it's just awful. This is the Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show. A couple of follow-up emails, rad at radradio.com. First one is from Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Uh, we were talking about McDonald's, and that got us on to uh, filet of fish and that got us on to fish sticks, and that got us on to... <laughs> Uh, okay, this from Lisa says, talking about frozen freezer fish reminds me of the frozen patties that aren't breaded. They're in a yellow box called Gordon's. They have lemon peppers and I believe a garlic butter. They were watery and weird looking, but I loved them. I got oh. one as an adult and call me crazy, but I still love them. Oh, those, oh, those, sound, those sound hideous. Yeah. yeah lemon pepper. Uh, which, which is perfect because, uh, okay, now there we go. There we go. We were passing, uh, well, I certainly was passing a judgment on that. Oh, those sound hideous. And we were passing judgment on Kyle and people like filet of fish and, yeah. and, and people like tuna with cheese and, and hot like, eh. Um And I really, I really want to, I, I, Daniel, I really hope you have a better day. I'm really, really sorry you've woken up on the side of the bed that you have. Oh. And, that you, and, and also that you've woken up without um, comprehension. Or, or listening skills and understanding the tone of what we do here on, on, on the show. Um, it would be really, really bad radio if, if when Kyle says um, he loves filet fish all of us immediately go, well, good for you. That's, that's great. And then we just keep moving on, and we don't offer our opinions. That would, that would be awful. Yeah. That, would, that would be terrible. Uh, be that, no fun. No. Okay, correct. But in life in general— if someone is expressing what they like, you don't always have to go, oh, I don't like that. But if they then in turn, well, oh, yeah, do you want one? And you're like, oh, no, I don't like it. You're, you still in life can be like, oh, yeah, not my thing, but happy for you. Here's another example. Uh-huh. Um, we were talking about that guy uh, uh, a lifetime ago that wanted me to cook him a, a well-done filet mignon. I, I, I did it. I did it yes. happily. Yes. Um, and, and, but I, I, you also might like do what I did, where you, you go over to your best friend, Don's husband, and you go, this idiot. <laughs> wants his it wants his uh, filet mignon. Uh, uh, I, I did it, uh, and he loved it. Yes, but that's also very human and and, and lifey. So I, I'm really sorry, Daniel. Uh, however, whatever's going on in your life, uh, but here's his email. It says uh, and he it's directed at me because of the last line. He says, "Look, it's my effing food. I want it the way I want to eat it. Eat it the way you want it, and whatever rule book you want to follow. F. This drives me crazy. Let people eat what they want. Ugh. Burn my salmon. Butterfly and cook my filet with no pink. You eat boogers for God's sakes." Yeah, Whoa. yeah, I, I do, really? and, and, oh my. And, and I and I and I do overcook Dawn salmon, and I oh, I, I do uh, cook filet until it's not pink for people who want it that way. Uh, oh Sounds like God. that guy needs a Snickers. No kidding. Wow. Sorry, people have opinions different than yours. Uh, Brandon, I, I just realized, I thought this was going to be an easy one. This might, We might have some homework for you. Okay. Um, because I, I don't know that you can do it right on the fly. Uh, I, I misinterpreted the email originally, but I still want to throw it out there. Taryn wrote in and said, my son and I listen to your show every morning on the way to school and work. Nine times out of ten, we get to hear the Master of Movies game song, but we get tripped up on the one part and have no idea what it is actually being said or sang. Can you please help us out with the words so we can, A, quit fighting over it, and B, quit singing it, incorrectly it would be much appreciated the problem is i thought that she was going to name the particular part she does she says they get tripped up on one part and have no idea what is actually being said but she doesn't tell me what the part is well, well she doesn't I, know do you have the whole lyrics <laughs> yeah by chance? i've got the, the lyrics do here. you mind no not at all okay so master of movies i'm feeding you lines twisting your brain for a really cool prize action adventure sci-fi comedy 
Just name a film and you'll reign supreme. You're a movie master. All right. So hopefully they got that and they figured out, oh, it was that line. Or it's like, ha ha, see, I was yeah. right. We have it's a, always uh, fun to change the words. pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Mark, you're caller 18. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. You will guess first. If you know the movie, you will win. If not, we'll go to Teresa. Hi, good morning. Hi. Hi. And Ryan, you're caller 20. Hello. 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 We're looking for a 1996 romance. And he sure does like me a lot. What movie is that from 1996? And he sure does like me a lot. Mark, do you know? No idea. Okay. <laughs> How about you, Teresa? Jerry Maguire. Nicely done. The Tom Cruise, Renee Zellweger film, Cuba Gooding Jr.'s big breakout role. Show me the money. That's uh, uh, Jerry Maguire. Come on, Jerry. You know this isn't easy for me. On the surface, everything looks fine. I've got this great guy, and he loves my kid. And he sure does like me a lot. And I can't live like that. We have two more chances for you to win yeah. uh, at uh, 8 and 9 a.m. A follow-up email. So Daniel wrote in, very upset that we're offering opinions uh, about uh, the way people want their food prepared, particularly me, because, I mean, after all, I eat boogers, uh, 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 which I don't have a problem with. And opinions were not laying right. down a law. Well, and, and how it must be. Right. And, and that's the other thing, too. So you're the one, why, why, you're the one with the problem, dude. You, you don't like to hear other people disagree with the way you, I, I'm like, somebody comes to me and says, I can't believe you eat your steaks blood red. I'm like, yeah, that's how I like it. And I move on with my life. I don't get offended by it or upset with that person. Well, maybe he's just upset. Maybe he has a situation where his shoes are too tight or he has a high anxiety. And we, we have an answer for him. If he needs to calm down, there's the calm shots from the happiest hour. You find in the stupid store <laughs> at radradio.com. You're, uh... you're, 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 you're becoming a little bit too much of a pitchman here. I mean, you're trying like <laughs> yeah. every possible opportunity to be a shill. Should I just back off yeah. a little bit? Yeah, I think so. I, yeah, yeah, you know, it, it, just, just, a, just a skosh. I think. Um, but I, I did key in. I did key in. On, on that. That's why I was saying I hope he has a better day. Things like that. Yeah. Uh, this email says uh, to Daniel, you don't eat your boogers? <laughs> I think your man card needs a strike on it or something. Uh... I'm guessing Daniel dips chicken wings in mayonnaise by the sound of it. Oh. Daniel, do you like your bacon raw or extra crispy like a weirdo too? Or can you just take a joke for God's sakes? Yeah, it's... it's uh... <laughs> the poor thing. All right, we got oh. uh, this email from Sean. Hi, Sean. Says, today is the big day. After five kids, the last one, a big oops... <laughs> it's time for me to go under the knife, close Whoa! the door to make uh, to making crotch goblins. I have wanted this for a while, but now that the time is close, I find my logical man ba brain being silenced more and more by what I am referring to as my dawn voice. <laughs> I know this is the best thing to happen and that it is a very minor procedure. Many of my friends and my brother have had a vasectomy and say pretty much the same thing. The worst part is the needle for numbing. Then you are sore for a few days. No big deal. But it's my kibble and bits, the most sensitive part of my body. And the idea of someone digging into my coin purse is giving me all kinds of nervous anxiety. Not enough to want to back out or anything crazy like that, just oh, enough to make it hard to sleep and stay focused on anything but my upcoming date with a doctor. Would you, Rob, be able to give me any kind of comfort slash calming methods? Hell, I think a well-deserved razzing from my radio show would help. I'm not going to razz you, dude. It's a totally normal feeling. Um, I, 
for for a lot of people. I I I was not at all nervous. I, I uh, takes a lot for me to get nervous, but that's not that's not me judging you. Um, but I will reinforce what you're. I I I wouldn't even describe it the way your friends have described it to you. And maybe I I I was just very fortunate. I I had. I had what I describe as the as, as describe as the Dr. Reed of urologists, uh, Dr. Reed from Griffin and Reed Eye Care, uh, uh, who did my LASIK surgery. Uh, he, he he's retired now, but he was you know he was the all time reigning champ. He he, <laughs> he he had done it for decades. He was the expert. He, my urologist is now retired. I mean, I got him at the end of his career, so he had done tens of thousands of these things. Um, but the 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 worst part is the needle for numbing. Eh, I mean, it's a little it's a little sting. I mean, I, it's like it. I, I, yeah, okay. Nobody wants the the sting down there. It's very quick. Um, wait, 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 but you're put under. No, you're not under. You're no. you're, you're fully awake. Oh God, oh. there is no reason at all to be under okay. for this procedure. Okay. First of all, it's ten minutes. Oh, oh wow. Oh. Second of all, they locally numb you down there, and that's the needle. Um, and then the only the only thing I remember feeling any type of anything was when when there's a part where they sew you up, and there's a little there's a, there's some tugging. <laughs> And, and, oh, and, really? And tugging in a bad way, oh. down yeah. there, at least for me. Um, my soreness did not last for days. You, you go home, you do the frozen, I mean, I don't know why they say frozen peas, just use an ice pack, whatever. Um, I, I, like, Can you go number one yes, right away? Yes, yes. Okay. Uh, like the next day I was totally fine. So, so anyways, you've heard that though. Like, yeah, great. Thanks for saying it doesn't make going through it easier. Um, not to Kyle you, but... I would find a way to calm your nerves, maybe with a two-ounce liquid shot of the calm shot from the happiest hour, uh, which you can find at radradio.com in the stupid store. Now, after your procedure, you might want to have handy the mend shot because that is what helps you manage or your pain uh, if you do, in fact, have any. Maybe even take one right after the procedure to begin warding it off. Uh, and then for the next morning to make sure you're up and ready to go, you would get a wake shot, which you can also get at radradio.com in the stupid store middle box Super you'll see the picture <laughs> all kidding aside i mean actually I, I, I that is an idea but you probably don't have them on hand right now right this minute and it, so that probably isn't very helpful to you if if you're that nervous okay then you can i mean i i, I look dude I, I have a hard time helping you on this because i can't tell how nervous you really are it's not like you need a xanax right all i all i can suggest is I, what come on you've been nervous before right what's your name sean he you, has five children. He's definitely been nervous before. What do you do? <laughs> and and um, I guess maybe his answer. I drink. Well, okay, that that doesn't work. Um, what, it, it, for I, I would absolutely suggest when you're when you're on the table and you're getting ready, the breathing thing I, I think is universal. The, you know, breathe in through your nose, counting to six or seven. What the, one of the great ones I use is you breathe in through your nose and you go to three. One, two, three. And then you breathe out one, two, three, and you pace it. So it's, and then you go to four, and then you go to five, and then you go to six, and then you go to seven, and then you reverse it. And while you're doing all that, he's probably already put the needle in, and you're halfway done. It's, tricks like that work for me. Uh, I, that's all I got for you, Listen, buddy. Listen, okay, Rob, tell me from start to finish, him getting there and getting all this done and leaving. What what's the time? What's uh, the time frame? So if we don't, you know, I can't factor in wait time, right? Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So if he gets in right away, twenty minutes. Okay, dude. 20, Tops. 20 minutes or another one, and that's 18 more years. Okay? I think you could do the 20 minutes. Because if you don't get it done, you got another 18 years. Right? <laughs> I mean, to compare the pain, you said the, the needle, the numbing is probably just the worst part and then a little tugging when they're actually doing the procedure. 
is the needle equivalent to like say a wasp bite? Does it hurt yes. that bad? No, no. no? Oh, I'm sorry. Then then no. I mean, I've never been stung by a wasp. I've been stung oh. by a bee, and that doesn't hurt at all. It's like, oh, oh okay. Oh, well, that was cool. And I was stung on the lip. I mean, it's look. I realize all these things are relative, but it it, it is. It is like so many things in Guyland where where we get so terrified and it's nothing. Prostate exams, Jesus Christ, get over it. Yeah. Vasectomy, nothing. I mean, jeez. Is there like a numbing cream that like a topical thing that he could use before he goes in or maybe like yeah. right before the procedure? Just yeah. to like maybe just numb the area before yeah. the, the prick? I, I mean, they 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 do well, my guy did that. I mean, you can get over the counter lidocaine and that will that will provide some numbing. You know, right before you get called in, you can you can go to the, the restroom and, and and put some on you. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, again, I yes, and that would provide, I guess, a nice placebo effect for him. Yeah, and and maybe will will create the exact effect he would have anyways, which is oh, okay. Well, this was nothing. So I, I'm so sorry because I'm 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 half in, half out. Of how I feel today, I'm not. I I didn't hear, and this is where I might have missed it, that he's a fearing the pain. It sounds like just because this is his. You know, this is your guys' pride and joy, and they're going to be messing with it. Yeah, I mean— And and I feel like some guys think it's never going to operate the same. That's kind of what I'm getting from him. That's where I went to the breathing exercises, whatever he's nervous about. Just go back to what what do you do about your anxiety— and and that is all. Yes, those I've heard those irrational thoughts. Uh, it mine works great. Uh, if everything <laughs> everything's fine, the 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 end result is as is as yeah. potent as ever or, or as fluid as I mean, I, all these weird things that guys come up with. So not to worry him anymore, oh, but God. I did read that one in four people who get a vasectomy it falls off. <laughs> I hope he knows when to take a joke. Oh, we got this email from Brian. That's not a joke. Says, to the guy worried about his vasectomy, I had mine 11 years ago. I'd rather have another vasectomy than have basic dental work. It was no big deal. Way easier than having a dental cavity fill, uh, filled. Uh, sure, recovery takes longer, but still not a big deal. I don't get the recovery thing. I, that, the recovery was nothing. But maybe, again, I was just fortunate. Rodney, now, obviously, none of this applies if he's not just worried about the digging around, but he's worried that maybe he has a... A bad doctor. I mean, we can't do anything about a bad one. Well, are you going in a back alley in a third world country? Or are you actually going to an accredited hospital? Right, because there are no bad doctors in America. <laughs> I know. I'm just making a joke. Ugh. Did you see that study? Oh, no. Whoa. I, yes. Whoa. That report last week on American doctors. Holy crap. That's scary. I, I got to dig that up for us. C's no. get degrees. Oh, yeah. I was gosh. in a doctor office not too long ago, and the I had to switch doctors because I went to his office, and there was, like, gross stuff on the trash can by, like, the needle box, too. Oh, no. And it, it was stains on the floor. I was like, I'm not coming back to this office hell good. no good for you yeah uh, no, i've heard horror stories from other women with their um hysterectomies and i'm like dear god and i'm sitting there going this was a doctor in the u.s like an accredited yeah. doctor so we dear can't do god. anything about that sir don't, don't want to make you any more nervous hopefully you vetted your doctor rodney says i got a vasectomy a year and a half ago in my experience doctors usually give you a heads up before they stick the needle in he didn't and i jerked he had to stick me twice in the same spot, and I was bruised on one side. Ow! On the, bl- on the plus side, the doctor was blasting 70s classic rock during the procedure. Jesus. Uh, yeah. <laughs> me too. I, uh, and he, my doctor did warn me. He said, okay, you're going to feel a slight prick. Uh-huh. Double entendre joke. Uh, so, yeah, that, that's unfortunate. Uh, but, yeah, I, that's a thing, I think. And I don't know if it's, it's, it's related to dudes or whatever, but, but my doctor had music on as, as well. Uh, Mike says, word to the wise, do not let your wife drive you home afterwards. When mine was done, we went to the store to get pain meds but she thought it was funny to hit the speed bumps at Mach 4 just to see if I would respond oh my god she's a keeper Um, 
Let us know how it goes, man. Right back in. All right, we got a few more emails here. Rad at radradio.com about circles with an S. Uh, it is up. It is running. It is at full speed. It is night and day in terms of quality and graphics and interaction and the rewards program. Uh, we went from uh, raising one hundred twenty-two thousand uh, dollars yesterday. We were at one hundred twenty-two thousand dollars when we launched everything, and that was all like from from uh, other investors, uh, uh, guys like me that were in early uh, before and said, "Okay, we're going to give you some more because we opened up this latest WeFunder." things so that uh, those of us that really believe in this we're on the ground floor before it kills Yelp and becomes worth John the CEO of uh, circles with an S refuses to say anything less than a billion dollars uh, and, and you know you turn your money whatever you, you do invest into who knows what uh, we, it's got to work this is all on paper right now uh, but Paul says I'm about to invest $250 which is the minimum and it's taking me to WeFunder and it's asking for bank information routing number account number etc I'm just making sure I'm in the right spot. You are, Paul. If you just go to radradio.com and you click right there on the homepage, it's the only thing on the homepage right now. Click it. You go right to WeFunder. That's where you belong. And you'll see that uh, we went from $122,000 yesterday to I haven't clicked on it yet, but at this morning to 5 a.m. was $705,000, which is great. That's great for all of us. See, that, yeah. that's, that's, we want to raise that money so that circles can have the power to kill Yelp and become Facebook, Instagram, whatever. And for every single one of us that invests, when that number goes up, our, the value of our investment goes up. Uh, Eric wrote in and said, <laughs> sorry, but this is funny. My question is, is the early bird special still going? Okay, now the early Aww. bird special was you have to invest, if you invest before we we reach $400,000 in this campaign, your your money is going to go further because once we hit 400 grand, the value of circles went up. It's a very convoluted formula. It, it's all, it, it can't be explained. We all tried yesterday as, as best we can. Uh, so now, you're, look, you're, you're, when you invest right now, your dollar is not going to go as far as my dollar did because I got in on the early bird side, but it's still going to go really far if this yes. thing lands. Oh my God. If, you, if you invest 250 bucks, for example, and the company becomes worth a billion dollars, you and I are going to be like uh, splitting hairs over <laughs> my dollar was worth a dollar four. Yours was only worth a dollar one. I mean, what, you know, what, what are we doing here? Um, Eric says, my question is, the reason I'm asking is because I'd like to move some money around rather than putting it on a credit card. I'm sure you answered this question yesterday. So the early bird special was gone less than an hour after they, we, they were on the air. It's like nine, eight, nine Oh five. I got the, uh, the text that the, 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 but it, 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 don't don't focus on that. That's, yeah, right. You're, you can still get in. Uh, we got this email from Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Says, I'm not sure if I did the right thing, but I invested. This is something I have no clue about, and now I'm depending on you, Rob. Oh. Okay, a couple things, Barbie. First oh, of all, oh. I, I, I take that very, very seriously, uh, and I appreciate that. And like with everything else we do on this show, I would not be I would not have brought this to you if I didn't believe in it. I'm, in, I'm involved in it, too. I'm invested in it. I don't. I do not get paid for being on the board of directors. I'm on the board of directors of Circles because they value my input, my marketing, my PR skills. They value my connection with you. Yes, obviously. Um, and 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 we we all believe in this so much. And I would I would not have in any way exposed you to this. And and I would not have had John and Danny on yesterday if along the way. The thing I like about being on the board of directors is I get to spy on them. I get to see what's going on. And, and, and if I would have saw anything at any time through this process that made me go, whoa, not only is my money, I mean, my wife and I are heavily invested in this thing, but I got a lot of you on, on my back too. My, my credibility is on the line here. I believe in this. I will say though, as much as I love that trust, Barbie, please don't invest in things you have no clue about. I, 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 I mean, what you have a clue about apparently is me. And I, that's why I take it so seriously. Moving forward, 
If you don't have a me, don't invest in it. I, I guess is the best thing I can say about that. Just and be patient. These things take some time. I mean, a lot of us have been in this for years. Do, do you know what? <laughs> if, if you're using the app and you enjoy it, then indeed you invested in something that you enjoy. And you can more look at it that way. And I know it's not always the way to invest, but um, and especially when I bring up Ashton Kutcher, because I don't know how you feel about him, but I do remember him in an interview saying, like, maybe because he doesn't know as much as everyone else either. He says he literally only invests in things he knows he's going to use. He's like, oh, that seems cool and fun. I like that. Since I like it, maybe other people will like it. And I know that doesn't always work out for people that super duper know how to invest. Sometimes they invest in things they know nothing to, or they would never use, but they know it's going to be big. It, it's actually it's actually a good starting point. Um, I, I, one of the things I learned a couple decades ago when I started investing in stocks was uh, the expression, if they make a thing and the thing is good <laughs> – Go further. Now, that's the part is you got to go further and, and, and look into it because not everything that is made that is good is worth investing in it's just because you think it's good, that kind of thing. But it's a great starting point. And so th that is a great starting point. The, the Circles with an S app is available. You can download it for free from the App Store. I don't know how you wouldn't be blown away by it if you know how social media works and the comparative difference, uh, the, the complete lack of toxicity, the way you're only getting recommendations from, from people you trust. Christ, Barbie's probably going to just go everywhere that's on my recommendations because she trusts me. <laughs> so go, go on the, uh, which I have not updated them. Just go on the tour of Rob. Okay, here's where we're going to dinner. Here's where we're taking our car. Here's the movie we're watching tonight. Because that's what you're doing. You're following people you trust. And there's none of this, oh, this guy, this restaurant sucked. They, they, they served me cold food. Well, then that it wouldn't be recommended. So if, if, if you want to go to a restaurant in, in, in the Reno area and you go to my page and, and it's not on there, again, I'm not updated, so don't think, oh, he hates this place or whatever, then I either haven't been or it's no good, and I'm just not recommending it. That's, that's how it works. Um, also, uh, just a couple notes. Uh, the Circle guys uh, sent me, as I said before, as you're using the app, invite more friends add and add your favorites. Those are like the two primary things. I, I, I have to do both. I'm a bad board member. I'm behind. Uh, but that's your, that's you, that's what we want you to do. Is that part of the board meeting? You all check in to see if you've updated. Thank God, done your, no. Done your homework. Because I would be that kid. I'd be like, yeah, my dog ate my phone. This is a new phone. Uh, wait, I mean, this phone doesn't download apps. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, yeah. Um, also, uh, I got a note from, uh, from Danny, from uh, the COO of... Uh, circles he says uh, so a lot of us that were in early you were using the beta things like that uh are we're downloading the app and they're getting stuck as they tried to restart with the new circles with the college selector screen which is what we were using when we were trying everything out a couple months ago at sac state and other schools that means you have to delete the app go to the app so i had to do this you, you delete your app go to the app store install it They'll ask for your name, your phone number, and all your information will still be there, but some people are getting uh, hung up on that as well. Uh, let's see. Sarah says, Rob, I just want to confirm the time frame to invest in circles is open-ended for now. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. Yeah, yeah, they, we, we have no intention of closing it. You can invest whenever. We were talking about that yesterday. A lot of you obviously have to talk to your spouses about the idea or maybe uh, secure funds, move funds around. It'll still be there. They're, they're, and, and again, this whole, oh, my God, I got to get in right now. I mean, you, the earlier you get in, the further your investment goes. It, it, this is what we were talking about yesterday. We, are, we have the opportunity to do something most of us never get the chance to do. Crowdfunding has changed everything. And we are doing what rich uh, capital, uh, uh, venture capitalists, uh, Wall Street guys do all the time. They have the opportunity to see the, the, the Shark Tank. Oh, yeah. They get to, they get to see this thing 
and go, okay, I'm going to invest in that, and it's going to make me a lot of money just by sitting back. That's what we're doing. <laughs> so whether you do it today or next week or next month, in, in, until Circles explodes, which it will, I hope, can't promise anything, I believe in it, that's why I'm in it, that money that we are investing is going to be worth so much more if, if we're right about this in the end. Matt says, I invested in the very first round a year or two ago. I don't know much about investments. This is the first thing I've ever done. How do I check on if my investment has grown or not? Well, you know it has because the valuation of the company has gone up. The best thing to do, Matt, would be to go to radradio.com and you click on it. it yes, it takes you to the WeFunder page where people can invest. But also, uh, John, uh, the CEO, provides regular updates on where the and the valuation of the company is there so you can see like the when i first invested the value of circles was four million dollars again it's a it's a goo on paper it's a goofy formula it's now at 30 million dollars well i can do the math in my head if it goes from paper to liquid i already know how much money i've made so and, and you know what if you email danny uh at this at the info at circles uh, email he will also uh, help I, you through that too i feel like this is one of those things where you invest in it and you believe in it and then go live your life and yes then one day you're gonna be so happy you did it that's absolutely correct uh <laughs> kyle says i missed it yesterday did you say yesterday or this morning when the we funder on the rad site closes it doesn't uh it, it's open-ended uh, so just go to radradio.com and uh click on it and you'll go right to the WeFunder page, and you can invest more if you want. All right, uh, wrapping it up, back to the wing-wang. Uh, Tim wrote in, says, when I had my vasectomy, the doctor's very beautiful nursing assistant started talking to me <laughs> just as the doctor gave me my shot, so I didn't feel anything. That's very helpful as well. Yeah. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. A couple of emails, rad at radradio.com. First one is from Joe. Hey, Joe. Please accept this birthday shout-out to my beautiful wife, Lynn, who will be a very young 33 years old this Saturday. Oh. I'm thankful for our nearly 15 years together, and I'm excited to watch you continue to work to achieve your dreams in life, spread your love with your fantastic cooking. <laughs> In the recent years, you would jokingly lament that you were becoming old and ugly. Oh, my gosh. But this year, you've been looking and acting more young and vibrant than ever. I look forward to spending the rest of my life with you uh, to see where it goes from here. He sent a picture of her as well, and, and, and I just I can't do anything other than say I, I get it. It's, uh, it's so hard for us guys to watch our beautiful, the, the, the women that we love, uh, wives, significant others, who are just gorgeous beyond belief, and they, they occasionally question it. Uh, it's so hard for us because we're like, first of all, it's not just that I see it. The world sees it, and we want you to see it. So I hope Lynn sees it on her birthday today. We got this note from Sid. Hi, Sid. Says, I would love a birthday shout-out to my gorgeous newlywed wife, Robin. She's an amazing woman who put up with my shenanigans, and she is my person. This woman is amazing and wild, as on our first date, she took the aggressive first step and kissed me. Oh, oh nice. A kiss. Since that first date, I've been hooked. Thank you, babe, for accepting me for who I am and for having difficult conversations with me. Oh. Happy, happy birthday, now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday, oh, 
Uh, a quick note, a terrible radio moment. It's like a dawn radio moment. We did that whole segment where we were talking about <laughs> circles with an S, uh, the, the social media app, and you can invest in it at radradio.com. And I forgot to promote that a week from today, John and Danny from Circles will be back. They'll have an update on where we are with our investments, where we are with uh, with the app. We hope to have a major announcement about this uh, messaging feature that John described yesterday, which Dawn was really excited about and, and, and saw the value in. Yeah, group messaging is amazing. And then to categorize it. Because so, you ever do that and you go look yeah. through and you have to look through the whole thread. And, uh, Screw so that. We'll have hopefully the announcement on that and some other exciting things uh, a week from today and an hour from right now. We will be talking to Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com. Uh, it's a big weekend uh, with the uh, NFC and AFC championship games on Sunday, including Steve's Lions taking on my 49ers. The whole world is rooting for the Lions. Yeah. The, us, us, Niner Nation is on an island, and we know it. Uh, so we'll talk about all that, and we'll, we'll do the fun talk about it on this show, and then we'll get into the sports part of it. Uh, at 10 a.m. when we do the daily Mixed Picks show uh, on uh, Rad TV at members.radradio.com. And it's uh, aired on the Rad Radio app. And in Sacramento, it's on 104.7 FM and 8.90 a.m., which is where Rad is all the time. And all Rad all the time on 104.7 FM, 8.90 a.m. Uh, we got this uh, follow-up email from No Name. Hey, No Name. So we were talking about uh, uh, things like uh, fish and filet of fish and I don't like cod and in my fish sticks I like halibut. And, and we told a story about a guy who liked his uh, filet mignon uh, cooked uh, well done. Oof. And then Daniel wrote in and said, don't tell me how to eat. I hate this. Just eat, eat what you want. I eat what I want. I'm tired of this. Arr. Totally misunderstood the Poor point, guy. point of what was going he's on. He's having a rough day. And he, so he's not going to like this uh, from, uh, from No Name, uh, who wrote in and said, as a guy that raises his own beef. Woo, yes. I hardcore judge people that get their steak cooked any more than medium. <laughs> If you don't like steak the way it's meant to be cooked, eat tofu. Oh, God. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel's going to have an aneurysm, so we're going to go to entertainment news. Overture, curtain and lights. It's time for entertainment news. All right. We've got an ongoing uh, discussion here, actually, for a few years. Uh, Brandon actually started lamenting years ago about Hollywood just redoing, remaking, rebooting everything. Mm -hmm. But every now and then... They either get one right or they do one that's exciting. I now, uh, I, and I keep forgetting this, Brando, and I'm so sorry. It's okay. You are or aren't excited about the Beetlejuice. I am very excited. That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. Because it's they're going back to the roots. Tim Burton and a lot of the same cast is there, especially Michael Keaton, one of my favorite actors. And uh, they're going through traditional uh, visual effects like they did back in the day, so not a lot of CGI. So it's going to be good. There's reason to have hope there. I mean, there was reason to have hope. It's not a movie, but about the Frasier reboot. Because uh, Frazier's doing it, but nobody else is on it. It's awful. So, so bad. you never know. You, you might uh, get your, you might get your hopes up, but I have a different reaction to this. They are reimagining. I love I love that term. You know, not they're not remaking it. <laughs> reimagining a classic guy film, the nineteen eighty nine Patrick Swayze classic Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Now, when I heard this news, I went no, 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 no. No, 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 no. We, we, we don't need this. First of all, Patrick Spacey's dead. I know. Second of all, it, it stands on its own. It sure does. Yeah, and there's a level of campiness and cheesiness to it that gives it its charm. Yes. And it's just an excellent action film. Agreed. And then I watched the preview. Then I went, wait a minute. Nothing about this is Roadhouse, except for the lead Roadhouse. character's name is still Dalton. I mean, that's basic. Oh, and, and yes, Dalton is a security guard or a bouncer at a roadhouse. A, roadhouse. At a, 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 <laughs> but it's in Florida, not where I forget where the How's original it? ones. So it's reimagined. It, but this is what, see, I get it. Okay. They're, I guess 
they're they're writing the name Roadhouse Roadhouse to get more of us interested. <laughs> but if I saw this trailer and it was called Bouncer Kicks Ass, I'd be like, I'm going. I, I don't need so. Anyways, anyways, <laughs> I, I, I I saw the trailer and and, and, and it looks. If you're into classic guys beating the crap out of each other Jeez, movies, good lord, uh, and, and with a little bit of a storyline. Uh, bouncer saves bar from bad guy. <laughs> and oh, and uh, um, um, what's his name? Ewan McGregor, uh, the uh, the UFC villain, uh, is like I guess the, is the ultimate bad guy who shows up at the end to uh, for the final fight scenes or whatever. That's what I gather from the trailer. And at first, I was like, you got to be kidding me with the guy who's starring in Patrick Swayze's role. He is ripped beyond belief. Ooh, uh, and it? it looks great. Jake Gyllenhaal. Oh wow. Uh, is starring in a uh, in the trailer for the uh, the reimagining of a Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Boy, that is reimagining when Jake Gyllenhaal is available. Never, well, I, I can't even imagine him ripped. Uh, shows uh, in the in the trailer you see him shirt off and everything, uh, beefed up Gyllenhaal, ready to take on some local bad guys in the Florida Keys. He plays ex UFC fighter. There wasn't even UFC in 1989. I can't even imagine him as a badass. He plays ex UFC fighter Dalton, who takes a job as a bouncer at a Florida Keys Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Only to discover that his paradise is not all it seems. Wasn't Gyllenhaal in Jarhead? Or yeah. Yeah. he was ripped in that. Yeah, he comes yeah. and goes. He comes. It depends on how you remember Gyllenhaal. Yeah. Because he. I mean, the, the fact of the matter is, I, I've never really liked Jake Gyllenhaal, but he's got a wide range. He's gotten a lot better with age. So what exactly is a roadhouse? Is it another name roadhouse. for a pub, a bar, or is it yes. a steakhouse, which comes to mind <laughs> so for me? A pub or a bar by the water, I guess. Okay. I, I think it's on the road, because like, when you're oh, okay. traveling, it's a, it's a Sorry, bar on the right. road. This ah. one, there's a lot of scenes, because they're in the Florida Keys, of it being on the water, oh. too. And I, yeah, I, yeah. I never cared. I Kyle asked those questions that don't come to my mind. There's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> sure. Um, I, 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 I'm just, um, I don't love or hate Jake Gyllenhaal. I literally have just never seen him do anything action. And it's this is, so, oh, this is this full is action. Weird. And this yeah. is full, I mean, this is full Keanu Reeves, John Wick level. I'm not comparing the two, action. Yeah, see, like when you think of, like, a, a, you're saying this is the ultimate guys, one of the ultimate guys films, and you're thinking of that badass guy I would never shout his name out if no. we're doing the guessing game. No, but but like, when you ever. when you watch the trailer, totally believable. He pulls it off. Good. I, I don't even I don't even question it. Wow. And and, and the mannerisms because it's not just the bad. There's there are scenes of him the way he's acting or the way he's maintaining himself in situation. It's it's he, he it's it, he's spot on. Look in a two and a half minute trailer. Right. Uh, the <laughs> best news is that I don't have to go to a movie theater to see it. It'll premiere on Prime Video on March twenty first. Oh, that is Sweet. good news. <laughs> I always, I always hate it when I see something I'm excited about, and at the end of it, oh, the end theaters. Yeah. Ah, middle finger. Ooh. I will wait. Exactly. That's what I did for Barbie. Jerks. Oh, Watching thank the you. Comfort of my own home. Thank you. Uh, Eric wrote in. He's the first, I'm sure, of many. It's not Ewan McGregor. It's oh. Connor McGregor. Oh. <laughs> Ewan McGregor. Who am I? Uh, Ewan McClellan? Is that who am I thinking of? He's a Star no, Wars guy. Is, is Ewan it? McGregor. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just, okay, I got this. Okay. Wrong McGregor. Yeah. Connor McGregor. Are they related? Uh, no. Oh. Okay. No. God, no. <laughs> Yeah, it's Connor McGregor, the the MMA fighter, not Ewan McGregor. Jesus. Uh, we got this email from Randall. Hi, Randall. Uh, Brandon, you're the only one that's seen Oppenheimer, I believe. Yeah. And and, and, and and worth it, but long? It's good. Okay. I, I just went and saw it in IMAX just because Christopher Nolan did it all. I'm just a nerd when it comes to the production and the filming of everything. Um, so I enjoyed it in IMAX. It was pretty long. It's a little slow. It's not as fast-paced as you might want it to be. Um, a good weekend uh, watch, though.
Uh, Randall says, my wife and I finally watched Oppenheimer, Oppenheimer, and she flipped out when I made the observation that one of the actors was in Tim Allen's The Santa Claus as the head elf Bernard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what they took away from uh, Oppenheimer. Uh, Madonna has returned to the stage at Madison Square Garden. Uh, did so Tuesday night after being more than two hours late to a Brooklyn show. We told you about that lawsuit, etc. Uh, now, as part of her tour, Madonna has been inviting celebrity guests to join her on stage as the ballroom bitch one of the nights. Uh, of the night, rather. So together, Madonna and the guests give out scores to the dancers who are performing around them. So she's brought up people like uh, Donatella Versace, model Julia Fox. You know, just it's every night. It's just it's a little gimmicky thing that she mm. does, whatever. But now she's getting slammed online, as she should. So she's just you know Madonna's in this controversy thing. She can't get on stage on time, and now she invites like awful guests, <laughs> uh, for who she brought out as a surprise guest at one of her concerts earlier this week while she was performing Vogue. Madonna brought Amy Schumer to the stage oh, to help judge you with dancers and. People aren't happy for a variety of reasons, <laughs> including it was Amy Schumer. It's yeah. probably why Madonna did it. She loves being hated mm. and controversy. Well, gold medal then <laughs> yes. for that. Ugh. Bud Light is staging a comeback with the launch of a new Super Bowl ad after the beleaguered brand suffered huge sale losses in the wake of its disastrous marketing campaign with Dylan Mulvaney. The beer brand, who is the official beer sponsor of the NFL, has released a teaser of the official uh, commercial for the Super Bowl on Thursday which it said will expand its easy-to-drink, easy-to-enjoy platform. You've seen this coming if you've been paying attention since the summer. Uh, they completely switched their marketing campaign to the, the you know, the, 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 they're outside, they're at a country concert, they're all American beer. Oh, yeah, now we're the official beer again of the NFL. Um, and, and, I mean, they, they've got Peyton Manning in their commercials. They're doing everything they can to try to restore their image and their sales in the first two weeks of this year. For those of you that are wondering, is it still a fact? yeah. The, the first two weeks of this year, Bud Light sales are down from last year, 29%. Oh, so the, the effects man. continue. It, 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 it seems like, anecdotally, a lot of people have just moved on. And, and maybe it's not even that they consciously think, well, I'm not drinking that beer. It's just I, I order whatever this is. I order Miller Light or Coors Light, uh, whatever. But So they're doing everything they can to, to try to restore their image, to try to get people to say, and, and I... I, I they didn't ask my opinion. I stand by the only way Bud Light is going to get that 28% of their sales back if they have any chance ever to is to publicly say they screwed up or I don't, I don't know how far they have to go for a lot of no, the people. I, I, I don't know if they have to. I don't know if they have to renounce the LGBTQ movement. I do think they have to acknowledge publicly. We, we, we screwed up. We didn't. We, we lost sight of who you were, the people that love our beer, and we apologize i don't I, I i would at least try that if they had any goddamn intelligence that would be their super bowl commercial the ceo would be sitting there and he would be and he would lean forward and he would say i want to talk to everybody that has ever drunk bud light and i want to apologize for being an idiot we forgot who you were we forgot what you believe in we forgot what your values are and we 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 talked to the wrong people in the wrong way and we will never do that again blah 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 best chance they have at saving this they won't do it. Their egos won't let them. And I'm not saying that I in any way agree with the people that are boycotting Bud Light. I agree that they have the right to whatever they want to do. I do, I, do, I do find it ironic that somebody wrote in earlier this week and said, well, if you're really going to boycott Bud Light, you've got to stop watching the NFL. They are the official beer sponsor. But that's, that's another story. But they're, they're going to try with this Super Bowl commercial, which I'll tell you what the tease is here in a second. Yeah, this one hits me so different than, than others that occur. And it's really because like this was the company's decision 
and everyone that has suffered for it has been the employees. Yep. And that's the problem. Like, you can be for what they did. You can be against what they did. That's the beauty of America, and I will stand by all y'all's right to be happy that they used what, Dylan Mulvaney. Okay. Dylan Mulvaney. Yeah, yes. those of you that are happy by it, great. Those that you that were not happy by it, great. I, I support all of you to do that. That's what makes America, America. But this is a company that's in business to make business. Or are they now turning into they more want to be helping with social issues? You have to decide because and you need to let your employees know this because you have that's who has suffered, period. People that are just working, uh, working hard. And this is what this is their livelihood. They've relied upon slap in the face. And uh, I mean, great. They're trying to do the things so maybe people can get their livelihoods back to the degree that they had it. But I, that's the part that's missing is what you just said. I don't think they would ever do that. They would they would feel like that would be it. They would I, – I, I think they're afraid to do that. I also And I also think – again, I, I hope I'm not getting like too far into marketing and advertising and stuff. But I, I, I honestly think that all of this advertising, including the Super Bowl commercial, is working against them. Because I think it makes the people that have left them – it reminds them, no – yeah, I had you, forgotten about that beer. I still hate them, it, and it kind of regins up the anger. Do you know what it does to those people? It makes them think, oh, now you're just trying to win me back without even admitting that, you did anything wrong. That too. Screw you. They're pandering to yeah, me. Yeah, yep. Uh, here's what we know. It's just a quick little uh, tease uh, that, that starts out. I've watched it a couple times. So it, Steppenwolf's uh, uh, Magic Carpet Ride is playing in the background, and there's a close-up shown of a quilted Bud Light-branded zip-up jacket, and the next scene features a man wearing metallic sunglasses and a mustache staring forward. Can't really see. It's like a profile. And then there's a white flash, and then there's a man holding a Bud Light bottle. He's wearing a Broncos jersey with number 18 on it, Peyton Manning's uh, jersey. Of course, he's part of the, the campaigns, etc. And, and the guy's standing there. He looks startled. Like, maybe did he did he come out of a dream? No. Apparently, he saw the guy. And he all he says is, are you... And then the teaser ends by cutting to the Super Bowl and the Bud Light logos. Fine. All I all I have to say about this is whoever it is better be a home run. Yeah. I mean, it, it, a, a guy with sunglasses and a mustache, it better not be Sam Elliott. I don't know who it's going to be. It better be somebody. <laughs> I, I don't know where they're going with it. But if they have any chance of anything. So that'll be a part of the Super Bowl. All right. We got a quick trailer update here. Going down the trailer park and have myself a time. Famous faces everywhere, rich folks with big reputations. Going down trailer park and I waste up all my time. Apple gossip day or night, people shouting, that goes trailer. Going down trailer park so I don't get behind. So come on down to trailer park and meet two friends of mine. So that's, that's Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Trailer. I didn't make it up. The social media. Did. All right. Uh, pop quiz. Who's David Crow? Uh, singer. Comedian. We just talked about him. Oh, we David did? Oh, that's not David uh, Cross. Uh, the, oh, uh, Stalker. Yep. Ah, oh, there right. it is. 33-year-old David Crow, uh, <laughs> last Saturday, was peering into Taylor Swift's lobby of her apartment building uh, before she uh, he ended up in handcuffs. Uh, uh, police were called about this guy acting weird outside of Taylor Swift's high-rise apartment building in New York. Uh, and uh, so they approached him. They found out he had an active warrant for failing to answer summons from 2017, so he was arrested on that. Then on Monday of this week. He was outside her home wearing tan pants, a cream hoodie, and a navy overcoat, the same clothes that he was wearing on Saturday. And he was, uh, once again, outside her home. He was arrested, you know, three days earlier on Saturday for trying to break into 
the apartment building. This is the day on Monday when neighbors saw him skulking around the singer's Tribeca apartment holding flowers. Oh, okay. Arrested on Saturday for trying to break oh, in. Now he's out front holding flowers. So he was he was then arrested on uh, uh, on on Monday. Now he, now because now he's at the harassment point. Uh, so uh, they they are, they arrested, and that's when a, a neighbor told the New York Post that the man who had been regularly outside the building since Christmas uh, has been seen sitting on the doorstep, chain-smoking, telling people he was there to see Taylor Ah. Swift. So on Monday, he was charged with two counts each of harassment and stalking. Uh, And and then, uh, so on on Wednesday, okay, he he, he was... Because the problem with this is, the Manhattan DA's office, they did ask for a supervised release at the highest possible level, because, quote, these cases are not deemed bail eligible. However, continued conduct in showing up to this location, despite numerous directives, leave it to clear this will not abide by the court. So, in other words, they, they, wanted, they, got a, they wanted a at least a protective order. Under, under the way the laws are written in various cities, states, places, counties, this isn't something I can hold. I can just re- restrain you for. I can hold you for bail. So, they got a restraining order. They gave him a restraining order. You know, that, that very powerful piece of paper. Oh, that we, yes. Why that keeps you away. Yes. Uh, and uh, as, uh, that was on Wednesday. And an hour after he was cut loose by a Manhattan judge, he booked it from his Manhattan criminal court arraignment right over to Taylor Swift's apartment building. Dude, yet come again, on. determined. He's a, he's a loony bird. He was. Yeah. Uh, Honestly, put him in a mental home. We don't do that anymore. We don't have oh, a lot of. Don't just throw him in there. We, we don't have a lot of mental homes left. That's a that's a very big discussion oh, in the criminal oh, justice system. Oh, okay, I don't know. No, no, it's important because I think a lot of people think that. <laughs> right, Why don't yeah. we just throw him? They, no, that ended with the Reagan administration. We 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 that's that we can go. Be, we can do a whole show on that if you really want to. I'd be the worst mayor. Put him in the mental home, mayor. We, we don't have there, one. There isn't. What one. do you mean we don't have one? Um, <laughs> this time he was rummaging through the dumpster across the street from Taylor Swift's home. Uh, Around 1.30 in the afternoon, a neighbor says, quote, my heart dropped. I just thought, oh, my God, I can't believe this guy is back. I just want to never see this person again. I'm sure, yes, that would be freaky even as a neighbor. Because yeah, eventually, is he going to get bored and move on to easier targets? And um, Yeah, and if he's just if he God. is just unstable, who knows what yeah, he's capable exactly. of. exactly. Because this is such a story, of course, the media is now involved. So Fox 5 in New York was on site. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, and was able to approach the man <laughs> oh. and ask him why he was stalking Taylor Swift. And he said, quote, I'm not. I was grabbing some of my pants that they threw in the dumpster when they falsely arrested me, end quote. Okay. Oh. Uh, because he had a restraining order, police were called and arrested him for violating that protective order. Because of that, because of the severity of that, he was ordered held without bail, and he has also been ordered to undergo a psychiatric exam. Yeah, well, yes. Yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. But I don't know where they're going to put him. Yeah, he lives by himself. He doesn't have anybody with him. There's no reports of, like, any family members that he lives with. I don't have any information on him. He's from Seattle. He's been there since Christmas. I don't, but I, I don't, what good does that do if they're, like, not... No, you can't force them. They're not them. qualified or they tried. Yeah, that's true, obviously. You know, yeah, you know, I don't know. Um, big story yesterday involving Taylor Swift was these graphic AI images that are sweeping the Internet, showing her in a series of explicit sex acts themed around the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, this is just more uh, deep fake porn. They were viewed at least 22 million times before uh, Twitter X started cracking down on people uh, posting them. In one mock photo created with AI-powered image generators, Taylor Swift is seen posing inappropriately while at a Kansas City Chiefs game. Uh, AI-generated deep fakes have also been used, of course, we've talked about, to uh, increasingly create fake celebrity 
endorsements. James O'Brien, a computer science professor, says, quote, I'm very confident in saying that in the long run it will be impossible to tell the difference between a generated image and a real one. Yeah. The generated images just keep getting better. The, 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 this, this was a huge story yesterday. The, the bottom line, the, my favorite part of this, uh, this whole thing is that uh, Taylor, a source says Taylor is considering legal action, although nobody has any idea who she would go after. That's the problem with these things. And it's a real problem for regular people. Um, I think at some point we'll probably get Ian from Tech to You to join us uh, and kind of go deeper on, on this. Because the, 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 the Swifties can freak out about this and people can say, oh, how can this be legal and blah, 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 blah. The problem is this is going to be a huge problem for all of us, uh, not only with the, the election this year, but also just regular people. Mm. Regular people are because you put pictures on social media and then those can be turned into something. Uh, to by, by by somebody who knows how to do this to blackmail you to to ruin your image things like this so it's a real problem something that we can't just you know spend ten seconds on. There was a story I came across and it showed um, I had all these set, numerous images of real people and then AI generated people and it was a little game you could play to see how many you can get right and like down below was the answer key and. <laughs> It was nearly impossible. There were some things. I mean, I think I got two or three right. The rest, I was like, no, no, you're real. You are <laughs> real. There is no way you're AI generated. And that was the point of it. Like, it, I mean, they're not yeah. kidding. You will not be able right. to tell. I'm sure people that are in the field that are experts probably could have picked up on whatever, just little nuances or, or that because you have the eye for it. But it it was crazy. And that's now. They look. That's now. And this is just exactly. and, 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 and Ian from tech to you who's kind of an, our expert on this, even he's admitted they're starting to get to the point where I, I have to really look to be able to tell. Jeez. So it is going to get to that point. So we, do, we have a couple more trailer updates that are actually entertaining. Uh, but we've got to play the uh, <laughs> pressure cooker first. We've got a pair of tickets to see uh, Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. The pressure cooker is our daily trivia game that we play every single day, although we don't get a winner every single day. We sure don't. It's trivia. You either know it or you don't. Uh, you don't. Five right, 30 seconds. None of that matters unless you're Caller 18 right now. You can do it. 888-989-9811. Caller 18 plays the pressure cooker. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Rob, anybody, and Dawn, setting the standards since standards were dramatically lowered. This is Rad Radio. Uh, we got this email, rad at radradio.com. We're doing some entertainment news. Still got a couple of updates uh, on the uh, trailer front, Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift, but these are fun, uh, including uh, Kylie Kelsey's uh, response to her husband, uh, Jason, <laughs> jumping out into the Bills crowd uh, and the way he reported it on his podcast oh, earlier man. this week. Uh, but we also talked about uh, they're uh, releasing a, a reimagined version of the 1989 guy classic Roadhouse, Roadhouse, which starred Patrick Swayze, who is still dead. Uh, it's going to be on uh, Amazon Prime on March 21st at debuts, and uh, it stars Jake Gyllenhaal. And when I heard all of this, I went, no, no, I don't need any of this. I don't need Roadhouse in any way changed. I don't need Jake Gyllenhaal, for God's sakes. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and then I, I watched the trailer, and it has nothing to do with Roadhouse. It is truly... A reimagining. They're trying to live off the name. They're trying to. They're trying to do what they did. They got me to give a crap. Because if you said, if you said, hey, here's there's an action film starring Jake Gyllenhaal as a bouncer, 
I'd be like, well, that sounds like garbage. And I would, I would, but if you say road, now I was, I was watching the trailer because I was pissed. <laughs> do this to Roadhouse. And then I went, okay, this has nothing to do with Roadhouse other than the lead character's name is still Dalton. Uh, they've changed. It's in Florida now. Uh, he's a former UFC fighter. That didn't even exist in 1989. Oh, yeah, okay, he's a bouncer at a bar, and he's saving the bar from the evil bad guy played by Conor McGregor of uh, UFC fame. I, it's, it just looks like a kick-ass action film. But, but Michelle, despite my interpretation, is still not having it. Says, don't ruin my roadhouse. No, just no, Hollywood. Do not ruin my beloved roadhouse. Doesn't sound like they did. I freaking love that movie. Of course, there is a spot in my heart for tough, sexy, dancing Patrick Swayze in general, but that movie is a gem. Just no. Well, first of all, look, I, I get the reaction. But as I said, I already gave you my interpretation. It's a totally different kind of thing. The other thing, too, is I don't know why we all do this. I do it, too, Michelle. The all-female Ghostbusters did not ruin Ghostbusters. No. It's not like, oh, my God, I can't watch Ghostbusters anymore because you made this horrible movie with all these broads pretending to be ghosts. It doesn't ruin anything. Yeah. It's just, it, 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 we get a little insulted by it, but, but, but the difference between that one is this one looks really good. It's a fun initial reaction. Don't go ruining my stuff. Damn it. Right. Ah. How are we ruining it? Yeah, We're and then you see it and you're like, okay, I'm fine. And, and while I made fun of it when we reported <laughs> it, I actually like the term reimagined because that's what they're doing. They're reimagining Roadhouse. Please remember, this is all based on a two-and-a-half-minute trailer. If, when the movie comes out on Amazon Prime on March 21st, it's awful, please do not write and get mad at me. I will have watched it, too, and I will probably have agreed with you. We've got a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on April 27th. Caller 18, hello, Christy. Hi. Hi. Uh, here's how this works. Your timer's going to begin when I uh, finish reading the first question, which is true-false. So you got a 50-50 shot. You get that one right, and then you got to get four more to win. Pass any questions you want. We'll do a recap when we're done to give you your score and everyone playing along the answers. And I got to take the first thing you say. So if you say Patrick Swayze and then you say Jake Gyllenhaal, I have to take Patrick Swayze as your answer. Do you have any questions? Nope. All right. Good luck. True or false? The roar of a lion can be heard as far away as five miles from the source. True. Of the four NFL teams playing this Sunday, which two are favored to win? Uh, the 49ers and the Ravens. In what year did the California Gold Rush begin? 1893. Which two networks are broadcasting Sunday's NFL games? Fox and NBC. What actress began her career on The Cosby Show playing Olivia Kendall? Oh, uh, pass. Which of the four remaining NFL teams were originally called the Dallas Texans? Um, pass. Okay. That's it. Uh, the buzzer hit, and uh, so we waited for the answer. Uh, so we got, uh, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. We got six questions. All right, right you only need five. Uh, did, you, did, you, did you see what I did? Oh, I sensed the theme. Okay, very good. Uh, <laughs> true or false, the roar of a lion. Detroit lion. Oh, the roar right, of a right. lion can be heard as far away as five miles from the source. She said that is true. Yeah. Of the four NFL teams playing Sunday, which two are favored to win? She said the Niners and the Ravens. Wow. Very good. We'll talk about all of this in about 30 minutes with Steve Mickelson uh, from MixPicks.com. And Steve and I will be doing the MixPicks Sports Show 10 a.m. as always uh, on uh, Rad TV, the Rad app, and uh, in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. So you see what I did here was I did a, a non-football question but was related to one of the teams, Lion Roar. And then I had a right, football right, right. question. Yeah, okay. yeah. Now, it's very good. So, 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 yeah, thinking cap, now we have the, have it on. 
In what year did the California Gold Rush begin? She said 1893. 1849. Duh. Oh, the 49ers. That's where they got the name. Uh, 1849 is when 300,000 migrants, known as 49ers, named for the year they began to arrive in California, state claims to spots of land around the river and started to extract gold. Which two networks, so we needed both of them, are broadcasting Sunday's NFL game? She said Fox, which is correct. Uh, they have the uh, NFC game between Steve's Lions and my Niners at 3.30. And then she said NBC. CBS. It's CBS who has the AFC game at noon between the Ravens and the Chiefs. What she passed on, what actress began her career on the Cosby Show playing Olivia Kendall? <gasps> Raven Simone. Bingo. Oh, oh really? See? Man. <laughs> oh, Raven. That's so Raven. Oh, my wow. gosh. Hello. Hi. Flash back to childhood. <laughs> and then she passed on uh, which of the four remaining NFL teams. I mean, say one. If you know all four, and she clearly knew, knew a couple of them, which of the four remaining NFL teams were originally called the Dallas Texans? That's weird. Who? The Chiefs. Which is where, by the way, they came up with when Houston came around. They That's where Houston, Texas. Ah, okay. Yes, the Chiefs. The team originally played oh. as the Dallas Texans as part of the American Football League before it was the NFL. Uh, in 1963, owner Lamar Hunt, who's still around, moved the team to Kansas City, and the team was renamed the Chiefs. In the end, she got... She got the lion's roar and the two teams that were favored. Good try. All right, your next chance to win the Seinfeld tickets comes up at 9 a.m. Just checking the clock here. Let's do a, one, at least one of these. Okay, so back to just trying to work all of this in. There's so much news today. Uh, Travis Kelsky's number one fan, Taylor Swift. Is expected to be there cheering him on when the well, Kansas City Chiefs play against the Ravens uh, yeah. in Baltimore this Sunday. I mean, I would hope so. Yes, uh, me really too. Really, of all the games, uh, she has to show up for this one? I got to ask Steve what the over-under uh. is on will we see more football or more shots of Taylor Swift <laughs> during the game. But the big thing, if the Kansas City Chiefs win on Sunday, that means they go to the Super Bowl. And will Taylor be there to witness his bid for his third Super Bowl ring? Because she'll be in Japan. Swift Ew. finishes the Japan leg of her Eras tour on February 10th after a four-night tour. And the question is, can she get to Las Vegas? This is what America's worried how about. How will she make it? Will she be able to catch a flight? I mean, you got to book those ahead of time. Here's how this works. <laughs> of course, TikTok is doing the math for us. Everybody's very concerned. Chiefs haven't even made it to the Super Bowl, and everybody's already doing the math on whether or not Taylor can get to the Super Bowl. With a little bit of help from a 17-hour time difference between Japan and Las Vegas, she can steal back enough time to make it there. Swift is due to be on stage for her last night in Tokyo at 8 p.m. on Saturday, February 10th. That would be 3 a.m. the same day in Las Vegas. So 3 a.m. the day before the Super Bowl in Vegas, 8 p.m. In, in Tokyo. If her show lasts its usual three and a half hours, she'll be leaving the stage at 11.30 p.m. It's now 6.30 in Las Vegas Saturday morning. She has a 40-minute drive to from the Tokyo Dome to the airport. Well, Mere mortals would have that, but she actually gets a cavalcade of cars, a police escort, so maybe 30 minutes to get through the airport. Right, but she's got to go through security. Nope, because she flies private. I know. She doesn't. I'm, I'm <laughs> trying to tell the story here. She doesn't have to worry about pesky TSA security. Well, there's no TSA in Japan. I don't know why that's written oh. that way. <laughs> that's, are they called something else or they just don't have it? So, uh, so, so with, with everything working out, Swift could be boarding her jet around 1 a.m. local time. It's now 8 a.m. in Las Vegas Saturday morning. Perfect. It's a 13-hour flight. Oh. And then she touches now. This is what I love. 
They write that after she touches down, she has time to sleep off any jet lag. Are you blanking kidding me? She's flying private, her own goddamn jet. Yeah. She's going to be asleep on a luxury mattress the entire yeah, time, for God's sake. So comfortable. It's not even close. She'll be in Vegas on Saturday night. This is why it is trending that NFL fans are rooting for the Ravens. They don't <laughs> want any more Taylor Swift at the Super Bowl. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. Got this email, rad at radradio.com. It's from Allie. Hi, Allie. Uh, we were talking about uh, Bud Light has released a teaser for their Super Bowl ad. Uh, this is this is the culmination of their attempt to win back the, the fans that they've lost, uh, the customers, really, that they've lost over the Dylan Mulvaney thing. They are still at 2024, first two weeks of the year. 29% down in sales compared to the year before. That is staggering for a company of that size. Uh, they, so they've tried to revert back to this good old boy, all-American, related to, to people that we like, Peyton Manning campaign, and it culminates with whatever they're doing in the Super Bowl. The teaser, they're, 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 they're indicating that somebody, a new, a new voice, a new face, is going to be popping out. We don't know. Uh, uh, they're putting a lot on this. Uh, we'll find out at the Super Bowl, I guess. I have a prediction just because um, the Broncos jersey is featured. Right. Maybe it's John Elway. Interesting, mm-hmm. because Peyton Manning's already part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know what we're supposed to make of, remember the silhouette of the guy that we think the guy is looking at. He's got sunglasses and a mustache. Could be a disguise. Could be, yeah. Right. I, I, who, who knows? <laughs> uh, and I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know if John Elway is a big enough draw. For, no. I, I don't know. I, they better they better pull something out. I, and I and as I said, just from a marketing standpoint, I don't think any of this is going to help. I, I, I they at some point if they want to if they want it they either have to go after a whole new crowd, which they clearly have not been trying to do for the last nine months. If they want their people back, they're going to have to just fall on the sword. They're going to have to apologize. Uh, maybe since the current CEO is not willing to do what I suggested, sit down on the in the camera and stare at a hundred million people on the Super Bowl and say I screwed up. Maybe they need to fire him and have the new guy do it because uh, that's my that's that that's like my un, un, uh, uh, unsolicited uh, advice to Bud Light. But Allie wrote in and said, "I think the problem with Bud Light isn't about them backing LBTQ plus; it's just them getting involved in politics." I'm by, and I think twice before ordering a Bud Light because I don't want to have a political discussion while I'm trying to enjoy myself, and even an apology isn't going to change that. Fair point in that the apology would have to come with a commitment to. We're just going to sell you great beer. We're not going to get involved in social issues. We're going to leave that to you or something like that. This is the exhaustion with everyone because you just want to like a product because you like the product. You don't want it that it necessarily stands for something, whatever it is. We just don't want – I think we're exhausted by that. I think people in general, not just with Bud Light, rethink whatever. Oh, God, do I buy – that brand, because now I'm going to walk around. People are going to think I'm on this side of that, and I got to get in that conversation. Eh. We don't want any of that. Like, stop it, all of you. Like, 
Whatever you said Michael Jordan said, and I'll mess it up. Like, all everyone buys his product. So why do you want to eliminate right. anyone? Right. Whether whether it's, I mean, whether it's the Jordan quote or not, it's if we're going to do politics, the Democrats and Republicans' money are all the same. Yes. Or, or LBGTQ people and, and, uh, and Trumpsters' money is all, all the same. All the same. So, uh, coming up, uh, it's going to be uh, it, on our next commercial break. Uh, for those of you that are getting ready, gearing up for Steve Mickelson, he'll be here. We're just moving him a little bit later than usual, A, because there's only the two games to talk about uh, this weekend, and B, because we now have the Mixed Pick Sports Show every morning at 10 a.m. Uh, on uh, Rad TV and members.radradio.com and the Rad app, and in Sacramento on 1047 FM and 890 AM. And so uh, Steve and I can take a lot of the sporty sports stuff, and we do it there. And that's not to say we're not going to still talk about things with Steve on this show. I mean, he, he, he only visits this show during football season, mm-hmm. um, but there's not as much to discuss vis a vis sports, and there's a lot of just stuff going on. So uh, we're about 20 minutes away from talking to Steve. So we're going to work our way through one more update uh, on uh, on Kylie Kelsey and Jason Kelsey. Love them. Uh, we're going to do jokes with the maggots, uh, and then we're going to get to our next commercial break. Usually, you would see these sights and sounds and the behind the scenes going on in the studio, which you actually are during this one because it is uh, a Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Oh, the big little puppies! It's going to be live in the producer studio here. <gasps> ah! uh, Kyle's dog Marla, Aww. or Kyle's niece. Is that what it? How it works? Sister, yeah, it's Kyle's sister, family dog. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Marla is uh, in the house, and my hound Walter is pouting because we oh. have a new puppy at home and he was surprised to see marla in the studio today because he just wanted to have the place to himself he's tired of sharing his his area so he's pouty and marla's gonna be uh all cheery and do tricks i'm sure for some treats yeah so that's coming up uh, on rad tv uh and then uh uh uh, the world premiere of sadie the new uh, brandon puppy is an hour from now uh, on rad tv as well all right kylie kelsey is ready to dole out her payback after husband jason kelsey's scene stealing antics at Sunday's Chiefs versus Bills game, we told you yesterday that on Wednesday, Jason revealed on his podcast that he had told his wife he gave her a courtesy heads up before stripping off his shirt and chugging a beer in the stands uh, after Travis scored a touchdown. Uh, the catch is that Kylie had asked him not to do it since the couple was meeting Travis's girlfriend, Taylor Swift, for the first time that day. Uh, she was like, he said, quote, she was like, Jason, don't you dare. And Jason responded, I was like, hey, I'm just letting you know what's happening. I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. Hell yeah. Right? Uh, (laughs) And please don't write. I I know there's all sorts of serious conversations we could have about where's the respect level is in there. Yes, of course. And the reason I say that is we don't know anything. We, we, we don't know anything. Maybe they're a horrible couple. Maybe they hate each other. Maybe they're a great couple. They understand what this you don't know. It's fun they have together. It's all, this is all the image they're presenting. Maybe it's not fun they have together. Maybe, maybe she resents the hell out of him. Yes. We don't know. And, and so just, you know. I'm trying to it. keep it fun as opposed to, of course, there's those serious conversations. You just sit down and go, do you really let a man tell you that? Depending on the topic, blah, blah, blah. Uh, right, exactly. God, right. right? I mean, uh, so uh, Jason and Kylie, they, they tied the knot, uh, what, six years ago, 2018? No, that's, uh, uh, do the math, right? Five. Almost five six. years ago. Oh, was it just five Creeping years ago? Six years ago. I, I was no, right. No, it seems much longer, though. 2018 to 2024. That's Ugh. six. That even six years. Um, their parents are three daughters. Uh, and uh, and remember, he also reported on Wednesday that he said, Kylie, I met you the first day I met you. I was blackout drunk and fell asleep at the bar. This is part of the Jason Kelsey charm. Good Lord. So that was his presentation on, on Wednesday. So yesterday, Kylie took to Instagram with her response and said simply, I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing this. And she picks up her keys. She says, I'm grabbing the keys to go get us a new cat. So she apparently went out and got a new fur baby 
That'll show him. Allegedly without asking his permission. And, and again, this could all be staged. This could all be just fun. Right. Uh, yes. Who knows? So enjoy it for what it's worth. Okay. Sounds like it's a little more lighthearted and fun now with her saying she's going to go get a cat. Mm-hmm. I, I thought I thought she was going to be rude. Thought she was like she's like I'm out. I'm tired of your crap, kind of thing. When he said that, oh oh, okay. that that would be nuclear. Whoa. Yeah, yes, that, that would go dark fast. Um. Well, now this, this got this email from Toby. Hey Toby, this is an interesting one. Uh, wow. I'm just I'm just I'm just I'm just ruminating on this. So this Bud Light commercial that they're teasing for the Super Bowl, where. Um, we see this guy with sunglasses as a profile shot and a mustache. You, you can't tell. You can't, and, and as Brandon said, let's start with it could just be a disguise. Mm-hmm. Um, and and the, the, it flashes to this guy wearing the Peyton Manning jersey and he's holding the Bud Light. And all he says is, is that you or something like that? And then, oh, who's it going to be? And, as, and I said, you better, hit a, you better hit it out of the park, right? Toby says, here's a thought. It's a stretch, but you never know. What if it's Kid Rock? <laughs> that would be funny. Whoa! Whoa! That would be funny. That might that might be somewhat similar to an apology that uh, people are looking for from Bud Light. What you were just talking about, because Kid Rock went and shot up all those cans of Bud Light right. and was Perfect. super against it. And now, if he's yeah. okay with it, maybe the rest of America will reflect that, that same thought. Great. That's a great idea. Bringing Kyle. it all yeah. together. Yeah, I mean, you're never going to please anyone. That's the rule in broadcasting and, and yeah. marketing. There's going to be. Uh, an element of people who will, you know, hashtag sell out. Oh yeah. Um, if, uh, and we'll just and we'll not forget Kid Rock and and all that. But if depending on what he says, like if it's him, you know, he he goes, yeah, it's me. I got to tell you, I figured it out. You know, all that matters is it's a quality beer. Such your Kid Rock. Yeah, yeah. That's how, hello. I've hung out with Kid Rock. That's exactly how he talks. All that matters is that it's a quality beer. It's an American institution. I serve it at my restaurant and bar in Nashville, I think it is. I don't know. I forgot where it's located. And he's doing this whole thing holding his shotgun. So I think we got, and then it goes down that route. And by by besides, there's enough things driving us. By by, by besides, there's there's enough things that are driving us apart in America, and we shouldn't be driven apart by one of the greatest beers of all time. Is he holding the Bud Light in the other hand? Rifle in one hand. Sounds like a Cajun now. And, uh, well, I mean, I'm down south now. <laughs> I get that I get that Cajun oh. accent from uh, my Nashville bar. All that gumbo you want? A lot of Cajuns come in in Nashville. In fact, we're adding uh, we're adding uh, uh, both gumbo and jambalaya to the menu at the Kid Rock Bar place, whatever I call it, I don't know. I.E. I.E. I'm working on my I.E. Right now, I'm working on bringing the country together through Bud Light. So join me and come back to oh, Bud Light. Lord. I'm Kid Rock. Something like that. Something like that. Show opener. <laughs> hey, the good news is, in this day and age, you'll know where, well before the Super Bowl who this is. Oh, man. It's going to leak somewhere. I know. I hope and, not. And we'll be able to talk about it. I, I see. I, and I hate that. I hate that so much. But you're right. In this yeah. day and age, what, what can I do? Um, Stacy says, I drink Bud Light and just don't give a damn about what people think about it. I think it's stupid that it's an issue at all for people that disagree with what they chose to do with their product. Okay. And you're, you are as entitled to that opinion as they are to think you're stupid to not have an opinion for what they did with their, their product. And that, that, is, that is the truly great thing about this that, that always drives me nuts about these things. They, I, I, I personally, I'm not a Bud Light drinker, never have been. Um, I, I find it to be a complete overreaction to get angry at companies for, for you know attaching themselves very quickly to an LGBTQ person. But 
I support them with every fiber of my being to say, I'm not drinking Bud Light anymore. And the only reason I think that is I just don't have time for that. Like a long time ago in my life, I, I, I realized I don't have the energy to not support every single person or product that does something. And, and the, the wish thing is gone. We all wish products would stay out of politics. Well, first of all, they're not doing that. Second of all, everything is political now. I mean, try to find a spokesperson who has no political bent these days. And, and, and I just didn't want to deprive myself of so many wonderful things because I don't agree with their politics. I mean, I think Ricky Gervais is one of, the, one of my favorite comedians of all time. And, and on some things, huge animal rights activist. I, I think he's brilliant. On other things, I think he's completely whacked out of his mind. I just don't think about it. I want to enjoy his shows. And and so I, I can't get involved in all this stuff. But, and, and Stacey, you, you, it sounds like you're kind of like that. I don't know. I, because when you say you, you would think it's stupid that it's an issue at all for people to disagree with what they choose. So you don't do it at all. That, that's my point. You have to also do that. You never, you'd never choose to not have, to take a product because of who they're involved with or who that's the only thing that's the hypocrite test and 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 if just then don't worry about it just let them do what they do well and i just think obviously there's a place for what she's saying she doesn't care what someone thinks if she's drinking it i think there's also a good number of people that it's not even about that that they don't care how they're going to look drinking it they don't want to get into the conversation yeah. no you're right that yeah that emailer who was bisexual made, yeah, yeah they just don't want that and i, I think I think part of this, but obviously this is not 100% of those of us that got to be adults in the 90s, because clearly, look at how angry everyone is, even in our own generation. We got to live in a time where literally the, I mean, pretty much the thing you chose to be a team, to pick your team on was in sports, right? Yeah. Other than that, it's okay, cool, whatever. You you like that candidate? We just didn't care. We just didn't care. We just didn't get so tied up in all of that kind of stuff. Not that we didn't care about the issues, right? You know, abortion, it, you know, all the classics. Yeah, we, but, right. We, but we also understood it didn't matter. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, and we also understood that everyone else can feel the opposite, and that's okay. Uh, Tommy wrote in. Uh, he had a different angle. Uh, if it is Kid Rock. Which nobody believes that would be a that would be a wow a wow moment if Kid Rock is now a spokesperson for Bud Light. <laughs> he says the only way that it really works, in my opinion, is is if Kid Rock says something like, <clears throat> "We all screw up and make mistakes. We just won't ever do it again." <laughs> I think that might be enough to bring the crowd back, says Tommy. And that, that needs work, but okay, thank you for the <laughs> submission. Uh, Eric says about uh, Kylie Kelsey saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you, you told me you were, you were just giving me a heads up. You weren't asking for permission. Well, guess what? I'm going to go get a cat. That's her Instagram. <laughs> Eric says, from everything I have seen of Jason and Kylie Kelsey, they really seem like they are genuinely in love. I know people in the spotlight play things up for the camera, but I'm a firm believer in the eyes don't lie. And the way they look at each other leads me to believe that they aren't being fake. They really do love each other. Oh. I don't know. Like, yeah. I, mean, I, okay. I, I find them, they, I definitely like them. But I also know and understand I don't live with them 24-7. I'm only getting a glimpse of these people for a short time on a YouTube channel. That's it, right? There's a whole life that's occurring. And they could be everything I think they am, they are or not. But they're, all, they're going to be flawed because all humans are. That, that's for sure. The thing I do notice with them is they do like to go back and forth and they will give each other grief. And, and things like that. They don't have a problem with, with putting each other, I don't want to say in their place, but like pointing out, oh, no, 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 here's how it really went down. No they have that kind of fun. No disrespect to Eric, but the eyes don't lie comment is the most arrogant position you can have. In other words, 
the way you interpret things, what you know. You no, you don't. I learned that so long ago. You don't. And I'm not saying they aren't madly in love and they're the greatest couple and I would want to hang out with them. I'm saying I don't know. I, I understand <laughs> we're only seeing what they want us to see. And that's the point. And you're listening to us, so you are. If you got jokes, email us rad at radradio.com. Don't call. You can't tell jokes. Sorry. We will start with 10-year-old Lily. Oh, hi, Lily. Why did the fast food worker become a detective? Why? He wanted to catch up with the criminals. (laughs) (laughs) From 13-year-old Athena. Hey, girl. Here's a failed serial killer pickup line. Hey, baby. That dress looks good on you. You know what else would look good on you? Three feet of dirt. Oh, a shallow grave. <laughs> yeah, right. Whoa, hey, how do you know that? Hmm. Mm. Six feet deep, right? I watched the show Six Feet Under. Uh-huh. Uh, Big D wrote in, says, we made it to Friday. I hope everyone takes the time for some much-needed self-care over the weekend. By the way, Rodney, who threw down the gauntlet to oh, bring in other yeah. dad jokes, has a long road ahead of him, as I have been consistently sending in jokes since November of 2018. Dang. When Phoenix, the artist formerly known as Kiara, decided to follow the path of Clean Up Hitter Ricardo and retired. Yeah, that's how long I've been doing this stupid bit. It started out with Ricardo bringing the, bringing the heat at the end, and then he said, I just can't do it anymore. Adios. Uh, Kiara, who's probably uh, graduated high school and is married by now. Uh, uh, she did it as part of the kids group for a while, and then Big D uh, stepped great. in. You know, I'm proud of us. We're all holding on to this one. Hey, it's still right? it, it's a it's funny. <laughs> B, it takes a whole segment of work away from me. Perfect. Uh, Big D says I've also added in a joke for Kyle in today's submission, oh, since he you. is tortured by all my jokes throughout the week. Yeah, we'll do that. Last. I appreciate that, Big D. Thank you. We'll start with the dad ones first. When my uncle Frank died, he wanted his remains to be ma- buried in his favorite beer mug. His last wish was to be Frankenstein. Stein is a beer glass. Very good. That's right. Yeah. Still didn't get any laughs, though. My (laughs) wife and I were out to dinner, and the waitress started flirting with me. My wife said, well, she obviously has COVID because she has no taste. (laughs) Friend says, your wife and daughter look like twins. And I said, well, they were separated at birth. Yeah, that's, that's true. Doctor reaches in, pulls that baby out like Punxsutawney Phil. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right, Kyle, here you go. Yay. It's not an original, but it's still one for you. Why do orphans go to Catholic church? Why? So they have someone to call father. Oh, that's dark in two ways. Oof. Yeah, because mm-hmm. yeah, we know where that goes. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, all right, from Rodney. Hey, Rodney. My wife asked me to sink her phone, so I threw it in the lake. <laughs> <laughs> oh. R2-D2 is the most obscene character in the film industry. They bleep out every word he says. <laughs> beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. I was afraid to ask my wife to clean up after she cooked breakfast, and I've been walking on eggshells ever since. <laughs> Steven has a couple of uh, NFL jokes. They don't have anything to do with the, the games this weekend. They're just random shots at other teams, for example. How many Dallas Cowboys does it take to change a tire? How many? Just one, unless it's a blowout, and then the whole team shows up. <laughs> What's the difference between a Raiders fan and a baby? What? The baby will stop whining after a while. <laughs> Nuh-uh. Again, just fill in your favorite team there. Or least favorite. All right, these are from Steven. Hi, Steven. I told my therapist that I really dislike myself. 
She said it's a very common feeling as lots of people dislike me. <laughs> what do you call a guy with no arms or legs that can breathe underwater? What? Gill. <laughs> Although we've been married over 20 years, my wife and I have sex almost every night. We almost had it on Monday. We almost had it on Tuesday. <laughs> on... And this one's from Daniel. Daniel. Some alligators can grow up to 15 feet. Most only have four, though. Hey, what happened? There's more feet in it. Yep, the four feet. Yes, yes, cute, cute. Okay. I think it was just an overload. Too many jokes at once. Yeah, you gotta slow down. Numbers. These are from Tyler. God damn it, really? Why are so many women archaeologists? Why? Because they're so good at digging up the past. Hell yeah! Woo woo! Classic. (laughs) They told me to dress for the job I want, and now here I am the next day in HR for a disciplinary meeting dressed as a Ghostbuster. I don't see any problem with that. Probably not work appropriate. Yeah. We could get away with it, right? Shut up, Kyle. Just ask him. These are from Matt. Yes. I've developed a fetish for figuring things out. I just came to that realization. Mm-hmm. 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 I think it's just me. I'm... Oh, God. No, stop it. Is that the sound you make when you do that? Oh. I'm just trying to enhance it for you. Oh, jeez. Okay. Call a girl beautiful a thousand times and she won't think twice about it. Oh, so true. Call a girl fat once and she'll always remember. You know, because <laughs> elephants never forget. Oh, no. Whoa. And from Alex. Hi, Alex. I said to her, your boobs are fake, right? And she said, I meant, do you have any questions about the job you're interviewing for? <laughs> oh. Most people know what 69 is, right? Mm-hmm. But have you ever tried 77? You get eight more. <laughs> more math, I know. Eight. Oh, Now, if you got jokes, you can email us rad at radradio.com. Usually I would do one of these uh, at the beginning of a segment, but I thought this was an appropriate spot. Uh, it brings a bow on the on the journey for uh, Brianna. Brianna uh, wrote us uh, about six weeks ago because her dad uh, was uh, was uh, he was at the end of his his his, his run. Uh, they all knew he was he was close to dying, and a huge 49er fan. And she wanted to learn more about football so that not only she could enjoy the rest of the season with him. Um, but also that she could carry on his legacy. So I gave her a bunch of suggestions, and then she wrote in about a month ago, and uh, right after a Niners game, which they had won, he passed away. And so she wrote in this and said, I wanted to send a birthday shout-out to my dad. Even though we lost him a month ago, I think my mom and my sister need the shout-out just as much as I do. So happy birthday to the dad who loved the 49ers, loved the casinos, and loved Mexican food. Happy birthday to the dad who thought a great bonding experience would be taking his 11-year-old daughter to the ZZ Top and Ted Nugent Beer Drinkers and Hellraisers tour for her first concert. Damn straight. And finally, happy birthday to the dad who wasn't assigned to me at birth, but chose to love me more fiercely than any genetically matching adult. We all miss you so much. Oh, happy, happy birthday. Now eat your f***ing cake. Happy, happy birthday or we'll punch you in the face. We'll be right back. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob, Anybody, and Dawn Show.
After a nice, long holiday break, Rad Radio has one thing to say. When is our next vacation? And now, back to the mediocrity that is Rob, Anybody, and Dawn. For those of you that are a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, you just enjoyed the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam live version featuring uh, Kyla's family dog, Marla, yes. and uh, Brandon's uh, hound, Walter, who's more grumpy than ever. <laughs> Because uh, not only does he have to deal with the new puppy, Sadie, at home, but he thought he would be coming into his fortress of solitude here today. And then there's Marla. Oh, Marla. He loves Marla. We all know that Walter has Engineer Bob's voice. Oh, God damn it. Marla's here. Oh, I can't can't get any peace or quiet. Oh, she wants to steal his treats. Uh, I mention all that because in about 45 minutes, you will get the world premiere of Sadie, the new puppy. Uh, Some videos that uh, Brando uh, uh, and his fiance took uh, last night. I'm sure the first of many we'll be getting. Uh, of Sadie for now. We head to Las Vegas, Nevada, and Steve Mickelson of MixPicks.com. Two Ks in Mix, two Ks in Picks. MixPicks.com. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. Now, of course, you're also part of the MixPicks Sports Show, which you and I do every morning, including today at 10 a.m. on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. It's available on the app, the Rad Radio app, which is free. And if you're in Sacramento, it's on 104.7 FM and 8.90 AM. And so one of the things we can do, we're a little later than usual with Steve, and we're not going to make a habit of, uh, of this, but there, there's a lot of stuff now that if you if you want to hear our thoughts and Steve's thoughts on some of the sporty stuff that's going on, that's what Mixed Pick Sports Show can can be for. And it's free. It's accessible no matter what. You know, the app, it's on the radio, right, things like that. That's what that's for. Uh, so we, that's where today, for in particular, we'll be diving into uh, a little bit more about Jim Harbaugh going to the Chargers. Uh, wh- Bill Belichick, greatest coach of all time, where is he going to get a job? Because uh, the Falcons... They went out and they, they've got a they've got a they've got a coach now. Uh, they hired Raheem Morris, so the job openings are are, are closing. So we're going to be talking uh-huh. about all of that. Um, but Steve, I, I do want to ask you before we get to the two games this Sunday because that's all that matters. So uh, the, your your Lions and my Niners are <gasps> oh playing in the gosh! in the afternoon game. Um, are are you going to be able to watch this in peace and and solitude? <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, there's still a couple of options of how I want to watch the game. Uh, one is live. The other one is a tape delayed to where I will have to tape the game and be about a half an hour behind Oof. in watching the game. So I haven't figured out which scenario we're going to have, uh, but I should be able to watch the game in quiet by myself. I'm just not sure which route I'm going to be going. Obviously, Steve, you have got to let me know so that I don't text you. Oh my gosh! If, you, if you're not if you're not watching live, I need to know that because yeah. so what I'll do is I'll make notes and and then oh. and, and so when and then when you t- and I'll start a timer when you tell me you're watching so that my <laughs> my notes I'll text you. Okay, okay, seven minutes into the game, here's what here's what I think. You know, that yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I hope oh. I hope you can I hope you can watch it live, my yeah. man. Um. So uh, go ahead, Steve. No, I was gonna say we'll see, or maybe you should just. Tape the game too and oh. stay away. And as soon as I tell you, hey, look, <laughs> I'm turning it on. We're both watching the exact same delayed scene at the same time. Oh, you're killing me, man! You're killing me. Uh, you, you know, I would never be able to do that. Just from from uh, uh, last Sunday, I was I was telling the story. Uh, you and I were texting uh, like at 8 a.m. You were up. Your game started at noon, and you were getting nervous and excited, and nervous and oh. excited. When when does that start for you on Sunday? Do you think, Steve? Just about our game. Uh, the second I wake up, I, I mean, I'm probably waking up in the middle of the night with that. Okay. Nervous and excited. Let's go. Right. I, I'm wide awake and let's get this on. I mean, cause this has literally never happened. 
in Steve's lifetime well, once. where his team is going to— It was in the NFC champion, or Championship in what was 1991. Oh, yes. And the Lions got beat 41 to 10. And you, and now, and I'm sorry, yes, go ahead, Brandon. Uh, Steve, do you have any like superstitions or like routines that you have to do before you watch a Lions game? No, I, I do not have any superstitions. I will tell you the only thing that I do am to have a superstition about is the games that I bet I do not like to watch. Oh, okay. So- I fall on the opposite side. Most people bet games, so it brings the excitement to watching the game, mm-hmm. I've moved beyond it because I am so biased when I make a bet on a game to watch it yeah. that I prefer to not watch it, watch other games so I can be handicapping those things for what I'm looking for in the future. So, uh, you know, this is my lack of understanding with sports. I was under the assumption they never made it this close to making it to the Super Bowl. When you guys say, uh, I'm thinking playoffs every time you said championship game, right? It's just them in it with three other teams or four other teams, but they never made it like this close. Well, but, That's still a very long time to make it this close. And the big difference, Steve, is you had no reason to believe the Lions had a chance in 1991, which was proven by a 41 to 10. The Lions have a real chance Sunday, which we're, we're going to talk about. We've been talking about all week on the Mixed Picks uh, Sports Show. We'll get into that more, uh, and we'll do a little bit of it here today. But at least, Steve, let's get to the two games. Let's do them in order. On noon, uh, on noon at noon on CBS <laughs> for the AFC Championship for who goes to the Super Bowl. It's the Kansas City Chiefs at the Baltimore Ravens. Right now, the Ravens are a four-point favorite. Weather should not be a factor in any way in this. As game time weather is going to be close to 50 degrees. It'll be cloudy. But the Kansas City Chiefs on the road again. They won their first road game last week road with game. Patrick Mahomes as the quarterback in the playoffs. They're looking to do it two weeks in a row. But keep in mind the Kansas City Chiefs, their guard Joe Thune is one of the best guards in the NFL. He will be out for this game. The Ravens, they are a team that's looked outstanding all year. The first meeting on Christmas Day, the Ravens blew – well, sorry – they, they blew the 49ers out. where I was going with that. So the Ravens have already blown out the Lions. They've blown out the Chiefs. I mean, the, the Niners. So it shows that they can beat the very top teams. The Ravens, very much a run-first offense. MVP, Lamar Jackson, leads this team. They will have Mark Andrews, their tight end back. He's a huge part of this offense. He's been out, I believe, the last six games of the season and the beginning of the playoffs. But he is supposed to be back. It'll be interesting to see how healthy he is. So the Ravens are also getting healthy right now, rolling into this game while the Chiefs have some injuries. I like the Ravens to win this game. I know I took the Chiefs to lose to the Niners in the Super Bowl beginning of the season. I just think the Ravens are too good. And we'll talk uh, more extensively an hour from now on the Mixed Pick Sports Show about, though, the X Factor, which still is Patrick Mahomes. And, and as long as you've got Patrick Mahomes, you're never out of a game. Uh, and 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 the, everybody, I, every, you know me. I go the other way. Everybody seems to be crowning Baltimore, and I'm I'm not sure yet. So we'll dive into that more. Steve, let's get to our game at 3:30 p.m. on Fox. Your Detroit Lions are at the San Francisco 49ers. Right now, the 49ers are a seven-point favorite. This game's teetering on going to seven and a half. The Lions again. I, to me, they're playing on house money here. Not expected to be here. They had high expectations going into the season, but I don't think anybody saw them playing in the NFC Championship game. Keep in mind, the last time Detroit won in San Francisco was in 1975. 
So they've lost their last 13 games on the road in San Francisco going into this game. But the Lions feature a, a high-potent offense. They're a top-five offense in the league. They were fifth in points. They're third in yards. But it all revolves around a, a successful running game to set up the play-action pass with Jared Goff, and they need to protect Goff if they have any chance in this game. The 49ers... Uh, to me, they are the best team in the NFL. There is question on if Debo Samuel is going to be able to play or not. Right now, he's listed as questionable. And Debo Samuel's a big part of that offense. But for me, the key is going to be the 49ers stopping the Lions' run and being able to press Goff. If they're able to do that, I just don't see the Lions being able to win the game. And on the Aww. other side, on the other side, and this is what you have been saying all week, and I've heard it from more and more people. The Lions, their running game against the, the the big the big weakness in that Niners defense is is the run defense. And if the Niners can run the ball, and the Niners have to put pressure on Goff, and then the other X factor here is Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy has to cannot be a nervous Nelly like he was on Saturday night against the Packers all the way until the final drive. And if the if the Lions put a ton of pressure on him early, and if the Lions get Lions get up early, this is one of the other keys. We're gonna get way 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 into this. Uh, in an hour from now on Mixed Picks show. Because, Steve, I don't think any Niners fan should be super confident about this. Of course, we want to win. But this is I, I am going into this assuming it's going to be a, a bloodbath of a game. I, I believe it, it has the potential to be close. And I'm curious to see what Shanahan does. Because he's always stayed firm to this. We're going to run the ball. We're not going to play to the opponent's weaknesses. And we're going to do what our strength is, which is running the ball. The Lions are a top-five run defense. Yep. And they are a... You know, they're 31st in the league against the pass. The Lions can't stop anybody throwing the ball. And if Shanahan has that stubborn attitude of, I don't care, we're going to run, we're going to run, we're going to run, and we're going to make it work, he could really let the Lions in this game. All right, Steve, we'll talk more in about an hour uh, on the uh, Mixed Picks Sports Show uh, and uh, and dive into this more. Have a, have a great one hour. I'll talk to you then. <laughs> Thank you. That is Steve Mickelson from MixPicks.com, 2Ks and Mix, 2Ks and Picks, MixPicks.com, and the MixPicks Sports Show, which comes up at 10 a.m. on Rad TV. You can just watch us doing it live and also on the membership site. You can just listen at members.radradio.com. You can listen for free on the Rad Radio app, and in Sacramento it airs on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. We're going to play Treble Trouble right now for a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at the Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. We uh, will give you a three-second song clip. You give us the title of the song and you win. Caller 18 guesses first, then 19, then 20, and if nobody knows the song, <laughs> droplets everywhere and no winner. We need a winner. 888-989-9811 for Treble Trouble. Rob. Anybody. And Dawn. The Rob. Anybody. And Dawn Show. Welcome to 2024. It's a presidential election year, so good Lord, we're all doomed. Let's just get back to Rad Radio. We got this email, rad at radradio.com from Alberto. Hey, Alberto. Hola. Brandon's from Mexican. He wrote in, we're talking about Steve Mickelson uh, from uh, Mixed Picks and the uh, Mixed Picks Sports Show an hour from now. Steve and I will be diving into it, uh, particularly the AFC and NFC Championship Games. Uh, on Sunday to see who goes to the Super Bowl. We do it every morning on Rad TV at 10 a.m., members.radradio.com, uh, on the Rad Radio app, 
uh, and uh, of course in Sacramento on 104.7 FM and 890 AM. You can email. It's the same email. Just email rad at radradio.com. A lot of you do that. You can do it during the show. You can do it after. I know a lot of you listen like later on your drive home on the app or, or whatever. Uh, we will go back to your emails. And, so, and remember, you can you can now call in uh, as well live. We're, we're still getting used to this. We've had a couple callers so far. We get, everybody's got to get used to Oh, yeah, the show's on at 10. So it's, we really appreciate it. But we were talking to Steve um, because the Lions is, is his team, life, lifelong team, long-suffering Lions fan, um, in only the second NFC championship of their career, of their, of their existence, the Lions, in his lifetime. We're, meanwhile, the 49ers, my team, they've been in the record-setting 19 NFC championship oh, games uh, on Sunday. So we were talking to Steve about, you know, how are you going to watch? Are you going to be able to enjoy it? Because he wears many hats. He does many things. Uh, and, and he may be able to watch live. He hasn't worked out yet whether he will be. Otherwise, he would watch on uh, tape delay, he said. He'd be about 30 minutes behind because of whatever responsibilities he has on, on that day. Now, Alberto, he's got a nice suggestion, but he, he's missing something about it, which I'll explain. He says, hey, Rob, tell Steve to stream it on his phone so he doesn't miss anything. It's not about missing anything. It's about the experience. This is a guy who's experienced this once in his life as a fan and had no reason to believe that his team was going to win in 1991. That's why they got blown out 41 to 10. Ugh. This now is it's the experience of not only is it the first time since he's been married that he gets to do this, it's the first time he and it's, it's the time he can win. It, this is going to be a game. <laughs> the Lions have a legitimate shot, and he oh wants to— ex- I, I, And I'm, I'm speaking for him without knowing this is true because I know it's true. He wants to experience it in real time. He doesn't want to just be looking and be, oh, okay, Lions are up. He's going to be like, well, how? Why? Because he's such a, an X's and O's guy. Okay, Lions are up 7 nothing. How'd they do it? Did they run the ball in? Did they Did they return the punt? I got to know, are they on the Listening right track? Isn't the, the same no, it's either, not the same. Yeah. No, so that's why he may watch it on delay. I hope not, because I want to I wanna rage text him the whole time. Let's go, Lions. Shut up! <laughs> That is what the entire country is saying. I saw a, a headline on one of the sports websites that it was something like the the most hated team in America right now is the 49ers. Yeah. We, we we get it. We, we I understand the story. By the way, uh, during Mastery Movies, we had an email from a mom. She and her son drive in uh, listening to the show. Uh, and, um, and and they sang along with the Master of Movies theme song, but they had a question about one of the lyrics. We didn't know which one, so Brandon just read the whole lyrics. Well, that, that got this email from Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Says, I, too, have a Brandon lyric question. What is he saying at the end of the Treble Trouble song? I hear, come on, broccoli, Treble Trouble. <laughs> that's funny. No. And obviously that's not what it is. No. Come on, rock me, Treble right. Trouble, because the song is originally Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> So we just threw in Treble Trouble. I, I do like Come On Broccoli, though. That's, yeah. that's good. Well, not that way. I mean, if you know, you know. You know. Oh, gosh, William. I, I don't even like a cheese sauce. Does your mind go there? I'm a man. It. I would try it. We have a pair of tickets to see Jerry Seinfeld at oh. Reno Event Center on Saturday, April 27th. Deny your caller 18. Hello. What's that? You will guess first. If you know the song, you win. If not, we will go to Dan. What's up? What's up? <laughs> and Alex, your caller 20. Hi, everybody. Oh, hi, hi Alex. Uh, we're looking for a 1989 rock song. Yeesh, that's an interesting cut. Uh, 1989 rock song. Deny, what is it? That 1989 rock song. 
Okay. How about you, Dan? Eat travel line. Eat 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 travel line. What? It's not right. Whatever. Whatever you said is wrong. Alex. Here comes your man. Oh, man. popular 1989 rock song. Dawn and I remember rocking out to Here Comes Your Man <laughs> on the broccoli. <laughs> it's a bit, it was a big hit. It's just Kyle completely screwed you with the uh, the actual clip that he played. But what is the what is the what is the meaning, Kyle, of you making note on my cheat sheet of this band's bassist's name is Jerry? So every <laughs> every song and movie we've been doing for the past two weeks has a Jerry in it ah! or something. To relate with Jerry Seinfeld, so I've been Googling bands with nice. Jerry's in it. And, right. You know, we did Jerry right. Garcia, yeah. stuff like that. Very good, Kyle. Well, uh, this, this band is the uh, 80s rock and hair band. Don will remember them. Warrant. Oh, God. And one of their power ballads, oh, Heaven. This is when we. Oh, she this said a, a lot. She said that a lot in those days. This was glam 80s. Ah. I did not do glam 80s. This is back when we used actual cigarette lighters, not our cell phones, to light up the arena. <laughs> okay, we, boomer. We still have uh, Jerry Seinfeld tickets. We will start over again Monday morning, 7, 8, 9 a.m. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. If your New Year's resolution was to stop making poor life choices, what are you doing listening to this show? Welcome back to Rad Radio. we got a few emails here, rad at radradio.com. We will start with uh, this one from Lissa, but first we are less than, we're about 10 minutes away from the world premiere as we get ready for the next Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. If you are watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com of what, Brando? We have the newest addition to my family, Sadie the oh, eight-week-old Bernadoodle. So She's getting settled in for her first night at home, and while the ball of fluff, as she's known, shows off how cute she is, Walter the Hound is not too happy about it. So you get to witness how he reacted as he got introduced to Sadie. That is coming up on the Dogwoods Resort Canine Cam. Now, yes, we featured my dogs uh, uh, earlier this morning, including uh, uh, Sarge attacking me for affection, and now uh, Brandon's puppy, uh, Sadie. And there'll be a lot of Sadie over the next many months. I hope so. Uh, But we still want your animals, so so, uh, uh, record them horizontally and email them to us rad at radradio.com all right lissa wrote in uh of course a lot of us are talking about thinking about getting ready for sunday uh the uh, two big games to figure out which two teams will go to the super bowl uh including uh the uh, the chiefs and the ravens in the early game that's at noon and then the lions and the niners in the late game uh and so lissa wrote in and says rob i was born and raised a steelers fan thanks to my amazing dad may he rest in peace Aww. i've always loved watching football with my dad growing up our favorite player was troy palamalu before his retirement my dad had told me that he wanted a Troy Palomalu jersey years before his passing. So after his passing, I bought one for myself, and I wear it every game in honor of my dad. It's oh. really sweet. So first question, is it under the rules allowed to wear a retired man's jersey? Absolutely. Under any circumstance, I don't need a sob story. Once a, 
Once a player's retired, there's nothing wrong with there's nothing wrong with a 49ers fan walking around right now wearing a Joe Montana jersey or a Steve Young jersey. You're paying homage to the team at the time. The the thing about the jersey thing that is wrong is if you have if you have an active player that's left your team. Um, trying to think of a, of a modern day example. I God forbid you're a you're a, you're a Cleveland Browns fan, right? <laughs> And uh, and you have a Baker, a Baker Mayfield jersey. He was their quarterback. Now he is the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're out of the playoffs. They were in last week. If you're walking around with your Cleveland Browns Mayfield jersey, you're an idiot because he's not on your team. He's a current player. You can't do that. Once they retire, it it, it all bets are off. But you cannot walk around right now with a retired baseball player's jersey. Right now, you mean because of the time the of the season, year? Right, yeah, no, right, you're an idiot. Okay. It's not baseball season, and you also right now can't even wear a Tampa Bay Buccaneers a ba- a Baker Mayfield jersey. Why are you sporting? Why are you fronting the team that failed? Mm. It, all, the, there's only four team fan bases that right now should be wearing any apparel because they're still in it. The rest of you got to wait till till the season ends because you, all you're doing is saying, "Hey, remember us? We're no good. We're not playing." Because remember the classic line. If I, if I, if I, as a sports fan, the rule is this: If I see you in the store today with your with your Dallas Cowboy shirt, I'm wearing my Niners shirt. I'm gonna go, hey, nice sweatshirt. What time do they play Sunday? That's that's why you Un- don't do that. Unless they're wearing a retired player's no Cowboys jersey. No, not not just, right now. Not right now. Oh, the day of the game. She's asking in general: Is in it okay general. to wear a retired man's jersey? Oh, I thought jersey. she meant right now, no. and then even on. She Sunday. says every game. And is it allowed to wear a retired man's jersey while while the, the Steelers are playing, et cetera? Right now, all you're doing is saying, look at us. Uh, we suck. <laughs> see, I, 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 I take a little bit of an issue with this one because I, I see loyal diehard fans wearing like Niners hats or Giants hats uh, during the offseason. And I, you're going to expect smack talk either way, whether the season's in play or not. So why is it that big of a deal for somebody to wear a Giants hat during uh, football season? It's 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 not that big a deal. It's just it's not baseball season. It, that is not a big violation. That is fu- that's not going to get you the smack talk. Got it. it it's just it, somebody it's might the go jersey. That's that's odd. no no. It's just it's just when you're wearing it out of season, it's just odd. It's just weird. It's not going to get you when you're okay. wearing when the season is on right now, football season. And you're wearing a football jersey of any team not playing. You're just making That's a fool of yourself. That's more egregious than the Giants have. Oh, my God. They're not even on the same level. Okay. All right. <laughs> then she says this. My husband is a 49ers fan like yourself. I support my husband in most things aside from his video games. And I'll cheer for him if his team is playing. Is it allowed to wear my husband's team apparel even though I'm a born and raised Steelers supporter? I would not leave the house in his team's apparel. I'll support around the house only. My husband thinks it's hot when I wear his team's apparel, but I'm not trying to give any bad juju, so to speak. So what are the rules in supporting your husband's team by wearing his clothes when you believe in another team? This this truly is where it falls under the heading of the rules don't matter for women. Because there is no chance in hell I would ever wear anything Dallas Cowboys if the Niners were out and my wife's team was in. There's not a chance, and she knows that. The, the closest we have, and we have it on we have it on standby, is she got us a sweatshirt. It's a communal sweatshirt for either one of us. Uh, it's, a, uh, it's a hoodie, and it has the Cowboys logo and the Niners logo, and it simply says it's complicated. So that you can wear. <laughs> that I can wear. I, I don't anticipate ever having to wear that anytime yeah. in the future because the Cowboys are awful. So um, I, 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 I think my godson's been raised properly by his dad because when I picked him up Wednesday from school, because now we're getting to we're deciding the Super Bowl, I said, who do you want for this weekend? He's like, 
as long as it's not the Niners. He's like, the Niners cannot go to the Super Bowl or win the Super Bowl because they're lifelong Cowboys fans. Okay, yeah. 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 That makes total sense. Exactly. So I'm like, Look, sorry, I left that part out of where, of everything I've learned, I'm like, okay, you're on the right track. Your dad's doing right by you. And plus, I mean, that's that's how the whole country feels. Nobody wants the Niners to win except <laughs> Niner fans because they're playing the Lions. <laughs> so, Lissa, uh, it's totally it's totally appropriate. Uh, my wife does the same thing. And, and of course, I don't know how big a fan you are. It sounds like you're a fan through your dad. I don't know how much you are into the game. My, my wife's a fan, but, I mean, she couldn't tell you what, what an end route is. I mean, she was, a, you know, head cheerleader and all that. But she likes the game. But we, we have more fun just smack talking. But she will wear her 49ers jersey on Sunday. Uh, she got it custom made for herself. Uh, it's, of course, jersey number 69. And where the name goes, it says Good Wife. Nice. And uh, <laughs> she will wear that. I, too, find that very sexy. Nothing wrong with you supporting your man. Especially because you're really going out of your way to say, I ain't going out of the house like that. I ain't letting anybody see see me doing that. You're not you're not disrespecting your dad in any way. All right. Uh, we also talked earlier, speaking of, uh, the uh, last weekend, uh, Jason Kelsey, and he jumped out uh, into the stands after his brother Travis uh, scored a touchdown, shirtless, chugging a beer. His wife uh, apparently had had enough and sent Patrick Mahomes' dad <laughs> down to the end of the skybox and yelled, uh, uh, Jason, Kylie says, Kylie, right? Get your, ass, get your ass back in here. And then she yesterday, and then he said on his podcast, well, I told her ahead of time, and she said, don't do that. I said, I'm not asking for permission. I'm doing it. <laughs> And then her comeback was uh, an Instagram post of, I'm not asking for, for permission, I'm doing it, and she's going out to get a new cat without asking him. Alan says, you know, if Jason Kelsey's wife really wants to get back at him, she should do the same thing. Rip her shirt off and chug a couple of beers. Of course. Yes. I think while Kylie was getting the cat, she should have worn her brother's, uh, his brother's ooh, jersey, ooh. the Chiefs jersey. Nice. Uh, and then uh, we talked about Bud Light. They're, 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 take, they're, throw, they're throwing their Hail Mary. They released a, a tease of their Super Bowl commercial. They've been building. They've been trying to re, redo their image, uh, go, you know, America, country, blah, blah, blah. Uh, And so Super Bowl ad, uh, just the teaser is, uh, uh, we don't know. A guy with a sunglasses and a mustache profile, can't tell who it is. And then there's a fan holding a Bud Light, wearing a Peyton Manny jersey because he's part of the campaign now. And he says, Is that is that you or something like that? And so we we're trying to figure out they better hit a home run with who it is. And a maggot wrote in, I I I it would be an astounding land if this is it. He said, What if it was Kid Rock? How ironic. Yeah. And and uh and and that That'd you, be shocking. You know, I, we, we kind of you know talked about you know Kid Rock is and, you know he comes out of the light or whatever and says hi I'm Kid Rock, you know, we all make mistakes and we all overreact to things and that's what we got going on here. You know, I, I serve Bud Light at my bar, Kid Rock's place, the worst in uh, Nashville, <laughs> and uh, I think we need to all get along to go along. It's just that kind of you know that's what's going on in the country. He sounds like so. an old time, an old Southern timer. I know that's what I thought when I <laughs> when I met him was uh, 2000. We hung out backstage at a concert. Uh, now Jeff, Jeff takes it up a notch. Jeff, I mean this 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 would be I mean this gets everybody right. He says if Bud Light really wants to make a comeback, I love the Kid Rock drinking a Bud Light, and then a blonde bartender turns around and it's Taylor Swift. Oh, <laughs> can you imagine? Oh, they lost again. Wow. Oh. oh no, that's what that's a win. That that would be that would be out of the park. That would be what I said where you're going for a new audience as well. Oh, man. John. Now, John had an interesting one because you remember this is all about, you know, they partnered for an influence campaign with Dylan Mulvaney, LGBTQ crowd and all that. Uh, And then Kid Rock shoots up the Bud Light, and that's what starts all this. Bud Light sales to this day down 29%. John says, how funny would it be 
if Kid Rock is in the Bud Light commercial, he takes a drink of the beer, and then he looks at the camera and says, I'm gay now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to Win Rob's change. Oh, that would be like a good South Park parody. <laughs> we have got uh, 14 guesses and clues in the bank so far as Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, <laughs> writes the clues for the oh, mega geez. bucket. If you have figured out the correct answer and you give us that amount, you win it. Phone number is 888-989-9811. Caller 18 gets to win Rob's change. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. It's 2024, which is exactly what Rob pays me, $20.24 to read page after page of stupid sentences telling you to listen to this show. I'm literally blinking twice. Please help. Uh, and now back to Rad hey, Radio. Shut up. Jesus. You paid him good money for that. I, I know. Uh, a couple emails, rad at radradio.com. Uh, we're going to start with this one from, from Brad. Hi, Brad. Uh, if you're not watching on Rad TV, you're not seeing me rub my eyebrows right now. He's just giving me a headache. This is that whole listening and comprehending oh. thing. I, I, it, and I, I even did follow it up quickly. After I said it, so so Brad wrote in. We we're talking about the the games this weekend to see who goes to the Super Bowl, uh, and uh, he says, uh, "Rob, I actually didn't know that the 49ers are the most hated team. That was completely not expected to hear. My guess is because of certain fans, not fans as you that are knowledgeable about the team and the game and are true fans since a kid, but rather the." Majority that are the complete opposite. They have no idea about any of it. They sport the gear meandering in the grocery store around as the game is on. Brett, no, no. What I said was they're the most hated team because they're playing the Lions. They're not the most hated team in America. They're not. That's like the Dallas Cowboys. They're usually always on the top of the list. Things like that. I, I, I was pointing out that because they're they're the Niners have a in their history have an embarrassment of riches. Even though they haven't won a Super Bowl since 1994, they've been to two. Uh, in the last decade, lost them both. Thanks, Ugh. Colin Kaepernick. <laughs> the other ones, just because it was Patrick Mahomes, was still. Um, it, it, the Niners have been there. They're perennially there. That's why that that's people. Yes, people get tired of seeing them, but nationwide, no, they're not a widely. Yes, th- this weekend they are. Yeah, because it's like the underdogs, the Lions. The, anybody who's a fan of any kind will be rooting for the Lions because of its amazing story. Uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're long-suffering. Detroit's long-suffering. Uh, Dan Campbell, the head coach, uh, or as we call him, Roseanne Soup. Uh, he's a fiery guy. There's a lot to let. Look, if it, if it was any team other than the Niners, I'd be rooting for the Lions. And not just even if I didn't know Steve Mickelson, my buddy who's been a long a long fan, because it is such a great... That's all I, I meant, Brad. But thank, thank you for... We also got this email from a better class of Rad Radio listener watching us on Rad TV at members.radradio.com. Her name is Wendy. Hey, Wendy. Uh, we just did the world premiere of uh, Brandon's new puppy, Sadie. Yay, Sadie! On the Dogwood Resort canine cam. And Wendy says, oh my goodness, you garbage can listeners just missed out on the cutest video. <laughs> Which, by the way, you could you could join the membership site right now and you can see it, everything we've ever done on Rad TV. Including, uh, once the show is over. Uh, all the canine cams and Sadie's world premiere. Uh, Wendy says, we saw little Sadie, the little tiny big fluff ball of cuteness. 
not only did we see little Sadie, we saw the kitty cat, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Mozart. And bonus, we saw the fiancé. Oh. I forget her name. I think it's Nicole Fiancé. You got it. That's not her middle name, though. No. Or her last name. I kind of like that, though. <laughs> uh, beautiful fiancé Nicole. Super puppy Sadie and cute, sleek black kitty cat. I forget the black kitty cat's name. Mozart. But my main point was all the garbage can listeners can suck it. Because they are freaking missing out over and over and over. The best things in life are free. We're gonna help you pay some bills and fees. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. Make your best guess and estimate. The calculation in rough shore of change. Windrush change. What I want. Windrush change. I should clarify, by the way, I, I'm specifically speaking myopically to the Niners-Lions game, that they're, they're the only people rooting for the Niners on Sunday are Niner fans. I would say it's a pick between most hated teams this weekend because we know it's a trending uh, on social media theme. Everyone that is not a fan of a team is rooting against the Kansas City Chiefs. We are done with this Taylor Swift thing. So yeah. it's very possible that, the, that the, if you took a poll, the Chiefs would be voted most hated Ugh. for this weekend so that we can actually get back to... F- the, the idea of Taylor Swift, of two weeks of the build-up to the Super Bowl and, no. and Taylor Swift being there is, is repulsing. No, just let them go off and be a couple a without football. Uh, caller 18 to win Rob's change. Hello, Carrie. Hey, guys. Hi. Hi. All right, you are that's exactly what I uh, our fifteenth guest. If you have put together the mega clues from Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator, you win that amount of money. What's your number? Three thousand three hundred ninety-two dollars and seventy-three cents. Three thousand three hundred ninety-two dollars and seventy-three cents. You lose. Oh all right, Michelle, the pressure cooker calculator has been giving us word clues, sentence clues, uh, and your 15th clue, I chuckle because uh, of, uh, of uh, what, what it might do to your ability to figure out what the hell she's talking about. Plus, I have the, uh, uh, I have the pleasure of knowing what the answer is and, and where she's leading you. Clue number 15 is size matters. The 15th clue in the mega bucket round of Winrops Change is size matters. You now have 15 clues, and you have an entire weekend to think about it. We will play Winrops Change. At 6.30 on Monday morning. Speaking of Michelle, it's Friday, so we have our weekly pressure cooker report. She keeps track of the winners and the losers by gender and says this will be a slightly atypical pressure cooker report. They say it's good for your mental health to write down things that you're grateful for. So here's a list from my rad gratitude journal. (laughs) I'm grateful for Diana, the brilliant woman who played on Monday in a calm and cool fashion and won. Yeah, yeah. She won despite the fact that Rob tried to only give her four right. Uh-huh. But the astute listeners wrote in and said he forgot to mark one of her answers right. Actually, I just misheard it either way. Typical man <laughs> trying to keep us down by shorting us what we've uh-huh. earned. I'm grateful for the three dudes in a row who lost this week. Suck it, dummies. Yeah, losers. I'm grateful that the Rad Show has introduced me to the sexy Jason Kelsey video of him partying shirtless. Yowza. <laughs> A meaty, hairy, funny man. Yes, please. Yeah. I'm grateful for those of you who are playing along with the WinRobs change clues I've written, even those of you who currently hate me. Just keep writing them down. I promise they're leading you to an answer, a mega answer. And now I'm grateful that the men's winning percentage went down and crossed a threshold. Ha ha. And since there have been less female winners than losers, the women's percentage went up this week. Hell yeah. Woo, woo. 
coming after you. So here they are, your statistics for the pressure cooker winners and losers by gender since the start of the game in 2015. The men's all-time winning percentage is 41.98%. See, we fell below 42. Bunch of dummies. And the women's winning percentage is 35.67%. Oh, yeah. Can you feel us? Can you feel us? She says, uh, P.S. Is it in yet? She says, P.S. Yeah, Christy lost today, but I, and I'm not grateful for that, but I'm choosing not to focus on it, so I did it. But I did include it in my figures. Just look away, look away, look away. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show. Our New Year's resolution was to in no way improve anything about our program. So far, so good. This is Rad Radio. We got this email, R-A-D, at radradio.com. It is from uh, Rashida. Hey, Rashida. Now, you, know, you, hear what, you, hear, you hear that? You hear that? You hear that? You hear that? That sounds like music. It's music, great. By the way, a pop quiz. Name that tune. What is it? Uh, oh, my God. Yes, what is it's it? It's Foreigner, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that's urgent. Oh, there it is. Yeah. So that's what we call bumper music. We play it when we come back from a commercial breaks. It's an industry standard thing. You just take uh, you take classic hits, you take current hits, you take uh, 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 music that fits the feel of the type of show we do, kind of thing. And you play. And every now and then we get an email like this one. Uh, she says, uh, "Quick question: What was the song that just played around 9:35 at the start of Winrob's Change? I hear it every so often on Pandora." But I'm usually doing other things, so I don't look it up when I hear it. I really like it. I know it. It is super groovy. <laughs> so it's a easy. Huge hit. Um, of course, right. you hear it on Pandora. Uh, it's uh, God, it's it's his biggest hit. Hell yeah! Post Malone Circle. And if even Dawn knows it, <laughs> you know how mainstream uh, of a hit it yeah, is. Yeah, and I used to not know what a Post Malone is. That's literally how it, she came to find out. She said, "What's a Post Malone?" <laughs> so, I love him now. Uh, that's the. <laughs> Oh, that's it. Post Malone's song is circles, like, but it's circles with a C. That's all wrong. Not circles with an S, like the positivity <laughs> social media app uh, that uh, uh, is now available to everyone. The version is uh, in the uh, App Store. It's free. Download it. You connect with friends. You get recommendations from people you trust. That's where you can earn rewards. And you can still even invest in it like I have, my wife and I have, uh, and uh, so many of you have. Uh, you go to radradio.com. Uh, you click on just the home page. It takes you to the WeFunder page. Uh, if you want more details, you can read the WeFunder. You can see the segment we did yesterday with uh, John and Danny, uh, which uh, where we talk uh, in-depth about it. That's posted uh, as well uh, all over the place, including uh, at members.radradio.com. If you are a uh, welfare recipient and just waking up to start your busy day. Good morning. Here's a recap via emails from Allegedly Working Americans Ooh. of what you missed on today's show, Graham. Uh, we had a guy write in. He's nervous. He was nervous. His today was vasectomy day. So... Uh, <laughs> I, I tried to calm him down and, and talk about a few different things about how it is really, really a, a nothing burger unless you get like a, a really horrible doctor. You're just lying there. Yeah, they give you a little, a little anesthesia down there. They numb the area, um, and it's all over. And I mean, the procedure is like 10 minutes at most. You might feel a little tug. Um, so Ramiro wrote in and said to the guy that's nervous about the vasectomy, I had to go in twice for my procedure. What? I've, I've never heard this story, and I wish he would have given more details. Says the first time I went in, my doctor was doing her thing down there. I don't know if I could do that. What her makeup? I I, I don't know. I I just don't know. And I don't think it's a misogynist thing. I, I think it's kind of like how a lot of women prefer female 
um, gynecologists, not all. Because we have the same parts. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, my wife loves her. I, I believe she's still going to the same male gynecologist. I don't know. Yeah, no, my, my gyno ended up but, being a, a male this last couple of years. I, I, I love him. Yeah, I don't think I could I don't think I could let a woman down there for that. But whatever, whatever. So that's not the point of the email. You just don't know who she, if she's mad at her husband that day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> my doctor was doing her thing down there for a couple minutes. She stopped. And I thought, well, that was fast. And then she told me I was going to have to come back in a week and be put un- under anesthesia to get it done properly. What? I, I, so I, my, I'm wondering, was he so nervous and fidgety and he didn't, she didn't say that to him? Maybe uh, she just likes to torture men. Or maybe he was. That's, but that's not, that's the, the opposite of torture. Maybe he was becoming too aroused. So maybe putting him out oh. would make yeah. that not work yeah. that way. I mean, without context, that's just, that's just a, it's a goofy story. Really. Maybe he had extra stuff to get out. No. They don't drain you? No. No, that is not how that works. Jesus. <laughs> Steven says, I'm resistant to numbing medicine, but I didn't tell my doctor this. Oh, well, that's a minor detail to leave out. So when it came time to cauterize the ends, I felt every bit of it. Oh. It felt like a 12-car train crashed into my junk. <laughs> Mm-mm. I know what that feels How like. How do you not tell them? Yeah, good, good point. You um, know what? I understand that in a weird way because people ask what it felt like to get my tattoo removed. And I said, like, you're stabbing me with needles and setting me on fire. I haven't had any of those things happen, but it's just what you imagine something would feel hey, like. This well, one, though, I get, I get well, what saying. and getting a tattoo, that's self-inflicted. <laughs> or tattoo removed, you're yeah. choosing to do that. Yeah. This is self-inflicted. How do you not tell a doctor that you, you are resistant to numbing medicine yeah, oops, when they're working see. down there? Well, I know how. He doesn't have a female in his life to give all the doctor the details. Jesus. I would think when you're protecting that area, even a guy would re- remember. Yeah, but... Don't you wear a, a, a note around your neck? <laughs> no, that's the point. We, sh- we don't have to. We're always thinking about them. Brandon's got a new puppy. Uh, just played uh, the first, uh, the world premiere video uh, on the canine uh, cam, and he told the story uh, about uh, Walter the Hound not uh, not being uh, overly thrilled or understanding what is going on. He's only used to being the only dog. John says, back to Walter being mad about the new puppy. I had a black lab, and we got a new puppy cocker spaniel. Oh. We took the lab to meet her before we brought her home, and all was good. Then we brought the new puppy home, and the lab realized it was here to stay. <laughs> For about two weeks, she stayed upstairs because the oh. puppy couldn't navigate stairs, and she would only come down to eat or go outside. Oh, what a protest. Eventually, they were best friends, oh. but it was pretty damn funny at first. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, if you watch this live on Rad TV at members.radradio.com, during the commercial breaks, you get a question of the day, uh, and then you email in your answers. We save your answers till the end of the show. What uh, was today's question, Brando? What is one thing you will never do again and why? All right. We got this one from Anthony. Hi, Anthony. It says, one thing I will never do again is fair rides. You know, like the state or county fairs. Oh, God. I ro- <laughs> It's the rickety things. <laughs> Bunch of carnies operating them. The oh. ones where you walk by and you actually see the bolts coming out of uh, the, the posts and th- things like that. Held together with bubble gum. I rode one and this thing has you slowly spinning in a circular motion while also slowly swinging 360 degrees. I'm a big kind of fat guy and it was legitimately the first time I thought I was going to fall out of the ride. I wouldn't try that again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh, Meg wrote in. Shut up, Meg. Says, one thing I will never do again is have more kids. Oh. <laughs> I have three. I love them to pieces, oh, but dear yeah. God, I'm so tired. Yeah, oh, I bet. Oh. <laughs> hey, Kyle. You okay, buddy? Yeah, I'm all right. What happened? Because, I, mean, I, I mean, I know I'm going to get the emails from Rad TV viewers. I mean, you okay? There, there's something going on. Yeah, there, there's yeah. always something going on, but I'll get through it. 
Okay. Nothing you want to share? Nope. Okay, I just want everybody to know that that you're here, you're with us, and this is this is you know, unfortunately, this is the part of Rad TV that that really puts us on our toes because people will see it. So yes, Kyle's got something going on. News to me, and oh. it'll be news to us whenever he does or doesn't share it. But we're gonna let him get through this oh last God, break and I go love from there. Kyle, this All makes right. me sad. Thank you, Kyle. Sorry to put you on the spot. Oh, That's the drill, though. All sweet right. Kyle, we love you. Uh, Barbie wrote in things you would never do again. Is that what it was, uh, Brando? Yeah. Uh, yes. After 21 years giving my all to a man, better or worse, sickness and health, he took off. <gasps> and I don't ever want to get married again. Wow. Oh, well, Understandable. I mean, oh. uh, this is from uh, Tanya. Hi, Tanya. One thing I will never do again are dabs. For those who don't know, dabs are basically a more concentrated form of weed. Oh, okay. Have you done this, Brandon? Yeah, so it's like, um, what is it, Kyle? Is it like a, it's an extract. Yeah, it's, it's almost like a- uh, THC wax, wax or oil. Yeah, so you, you heat up this this bong. It's basically like a crack pipe. Oh. And uh, you heat it up so it's red hot, the bowl. And then you stick a little bit of this oil in there. And you're supposed to take a hit of it. And it's so concentrated and it's so Ew. hot and so much smoke that it makes you cough for like 20 minutes. That does not sound fun it's or appealing. It's not at all. And, I've, oh. I've thrown up when I've done it in the yeah. past. But oh. the, so bad. So the the appeal is that it's super concentrated yeah. uh, and it's just it, it reacts yeah. quicker and stronger? It makes, yeah, then it okay. elevates you higher than just the regular flower. Yeah, you know, okay. things that come into liquid, that's what you are envisioning. Crack on the spoon. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Uh, Tanya says, uh, I don't smoke at all, by the way way but oh. my sister convinced me to try it once oh, oh that's even worse I, I, I didn't feel anything oh so i tried again 10 minutes later oh. and from what my nephew tells me after that i was standing in the living room rocking back and forth while eating hot cheetos and watching the screensaver on netflix for an hour oh, so you had a good time <laughs> nice uh and then uh, chris this is well crafted chris he oh. says the thing i would never do again would be have a threesome <laughs> Sure, everyone has to try it at least once, but I think mine would have been more fun if it wasn't in prison. So with that, we will uh, get to uh, mixed picks on Rad TV uh, in mere moments uh, and on 104.7 FM and 890 AM in Sacramento, uh, also on the Rad app. The Mixed Pick Sports Show comes up in mere moments. For the rest of you, we'll be back on Monday. Okay, that does it. Screw guys and going home. Talking poo is where I draw the line. Go on and go home, you fat chicken. Bye, diddly eye. So long. God bless you. See ya. Goodbye. Bye-bye, Homer. Take care. Adios. So long. Very well. Dar. Bon voyage. Toodle-oo. Uh, so long. Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Sayonara, dude. So long. Bye-bye now. Bye. See you. Bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> so long, stink town. Goodbye. And don't think it hasn't been a little slice of heaven, because it hasn't. God bless the United States. Rob, anybody, and Dawn. The Rob, anybody, and Dawn Show.